Peace, everybody. What's going on? This is Fasting is Life. I know it's been a while, but I am back. Peace to all of y'all. You know, for those of you who are here in good old USA, a.k.a. Babylon, and everybody at the rest of the world out there from the four corners on this flat earth, peace to y'all. I hope everybody's having a wonderful day. Right now, it's almost 5 p.m. Central Time, Chicago time. And, you know, I got off work a few hours ago and I decided, I'm like, you know what? Before I can get some rest, I wanted to make a live stream to say hi to y'all and see what's going on out there. But hey, life is good. Still slaving for Uncle Sam every day, hustling, working hard. You know, I have to show myself as a good slave for the system. Hey, if you don't slave, you don't eat, right? So welcome to good old USA. <laughs> Capitalism. You don't eat, you die. So I wanted to make a quick stream to see what's happening. Peace to everybody. Let me see who's in the chat. I see you, Brother Dale. As always, welcome back. I see you. Ah, so what can I talk about in a few moments? Ah, worldwide. What's going on in the world, guy? Eh? Are you guys paying attention? Hey, you know. I, 2020 is almost over. Since I started doing live stream, what I've been telling you guys since I started shifting my content. Hey, those days are coming where I'm gonna be like, I told you so. <laughs> uh, I was called tinfoil, crazy, lunatic out there in the stratosphere you don't know what you're talking about hey it's here <laughs> it's something different speaking it from afar and actually living it in the same moment but you know i really know 98 percent of mankind you know, parentheses, majority rule, it is inevitable what's about to happen. It must happen because mankind have accepted it. Remember, everything in this life, in this reality is a choice. And because the majority have made a choice, the exception of the rule, they have no choice but to pay the price of the majority's choices. Because mankind is so busy, so complacent when it comes to how to use their 
creator given rights and abuse their choice, what's about to happen is the result. You are still being destructed, especially in the most spell casting season of the year, which is what? Christmas. People don't believe in witchcraft. People don't believe in voodoo. But the greatest spell has been cast into the whole world that is coming out of this chaos that was created and people are acting as if nothing happened. How can you have a quote very Merry Christmas? It happens once a year. How can you have that when you just experience the most wildest, craziest year ever of our lifetime? How can you be jolly in a unjolly year? And you mean to tell me voodoo and magic doesn't work, doesn't exist, it's a figment of our imagination? Oh, you know, we need to get our tree, Christmas tree, let's put the lights on. Oh my God. Heathens are celebrating it. Religious people are celebrating it of all religions. What happened? Six feet apart? Wear your mask? Will Santa Claus wear his mask coming down the chimney? <laughs> oh. Oh, I got a Christmas. What? Why do you have a tree in your house? You were forced to be locked into your house against your will. Some gave in for the fear. But yeah, you were persuaded to lose your job. A lot of things happen. And you're going to turn around and participate in a big spell. And you're acting as if None of this happened. I am amazed at the power of the Christmas spirit. You don't think it's a coincidence they call it the Christmas spirit? What, what do you think happens when they play those Christmas songs? Eh? Those songs had to be mastered, right? So when he plays on the radio wave and it's sending the frequency, what do you think it's happening on the masses? You think frequency is just some mumbo jumbo? The Bible, right? The book that you hate. The Bible says Lucifer, the devil, is the prince of the air. 
prince, another meaning for it in Hebrew means chief. He commands the air. While grows while while is air, it's it has the element of oxygen. You can't have frequency without oxygen in this dimension. You can't have radio wave without what? The air. No air, no radio signal. No air, no frequency. So when they play that music, you better watch out. You better not cry. You better you. Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh, but I thought the town is under a quarantine, right? Oh, what happened? Did the pandemic, did Rovina 19 take a vacation? Why is no, why, why, why if all of a sudden the talking point is fading away? Is it because capitalism has showed up? Is it because the controllers want to make their Years and quarter that they have to quote unquote put you under a spell so you can, you know, go back to business as usual before the ball drop and you can snap out of your sleep. Why do you think they shoot fireworks when it's New Year's Eve? It's to snap you out of your spell. Everything they do is no coincidence oh yes oh what a coincidence i have the book of pagan days with me right here in the corner it was just right here waiting for me let me see if i can find something interesting to show you guys hmm? since i'm talking about you being under the sleep this Christmas spirit putting you under her sleep, huh? Hmm. Let me see. January 1st. January. Janus, right? Let me see. It says, Calends of January. New Year's Day. Fortuna. Jupiter. Or Jupiter in English. But if you break it down in Latin, it's Deus Peter, which means Father Sky. Zeus, Father Zeus. Juno, Egyptian day. He has a song, you know, towards this deity. Ring out the old, ring in the new. Ring out the false, ring in the true. New Year's Day, sacred to the Greek divine pair, Zeus and Hera, the Roman Jupiter and Juno. Also, day of offering to the goddess Fortuna, in order that the new year should be beneficial to all. Huh. 
Interesting, isn't it? Hmm? Let me see if I can see something for December 31st because it's the day before Juno's day, eh? Yeah. December, the month of December. All these holidays, you have no understanding what happens in the invisible, what happens in the air. They do nothing without significance. And if this year is called 2020, the year of the vision, and it's about to end, what is the vision showing us before we go out with a bang? Huh? <sighs> All right, let me show you. December 31st, what is celebrated? New Year's Eve, Hogmanay commemorates the solar divinity, Ogmagog. Traditional festivities include dressing in hides and horns of animals, quote-unquote guising, burning smoking sticks, Hogmanays, to ward off evil sprites or spirits, it's all English and eating special cakes at the moment of the new year doors are open and utensils rattles to drive off the lap psychic vestige of the old year and welcome the new year so when i told you when the ball drops you get snapped out of your sleeping spell of the Christmas spirit. What happened to the shutdown? We're in winter season, right? What's going on? I don't see no more commercials about wash your hand. Everything is about Christmas. Did Christmas cancel Rovina 19? Today is December 8th. We have what? 17 more days until Satan's Day. Hmm? <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm. I, I tell you, voices like us, we realize we'll be speaking to the wind and it's just noise to the masses. And like the scripture says, these voices, you're going to hear less of us speaking, less of us speaking. Why? Because the time to speak will be no more. And it's going to be the time of the doing. Noah was given 120 years to warn the whole earth, his own family, his community, his nation. And nobody listened. Our generation, we we don't have we didn't have 
We don't have 120 years to warn the masses. It's over. It's over. Game over. I see everybody getting distracted. And I sit back. You know, just like a domino effect. All they have to do is just push one piece. All those pieces, they move based on that one push. You see how that works? Everything will feel organic, but everything had a start, and it was an outside force that pushed the domino effect. Everybody's being distracted right now. And I'm seeing and looking, you know, I have my regular routine every day, you know, work, rest, chilling, meditate, listen to, you know, content creators and stuff like that. And I was looking around in the real world, seeing what's happening. I can see people who, who are awake, but they still have sleep. And it's like, this energy that happens every year, it's like, I, back in the day, it's like you didn't feel it, you didn't realize it, but it's like, I'm like, even under this pandemic, this Christmas spirit is so powerful. This spirit is more powerful than God. That he has to, he got everybody forgetful of what just happened in the last few months, few days, few weeks ago. Everybody forgot about the, everybody forgot about everything. Oh, let us bygones be God. This is the time of the year where, you know what? I hate you, but because it's Christmas spirit, I have to act as if I don't hate you. And once the ball drop on January 1st, I'll be back to hating you again. I hate you. <laughs> ah. You know, the beautiful thing about knowing what's coming down the line and having the peace of mind, no fear of death. I'm like, ah, I can go to sleep without having any feelings. Oh, well, death is inevitable. You're not going to use my emotions to push your agenda. People die every day. I was in a funeral a few days ago. People die. And guess what? When it when it's my turn, I'm going to go. And guess what? A few people will shed some tears. Guess what will happen a few hours later? People will be drinking. People will be eating. They're going to be going home. Life goes on. Nobody cares. And this is the harsh truth that the 98% do not want to accept. And they look at people like me who have accept, accepted reality, they look at me as, you don't, you don't have any feelings. You're not compassionate. The truth is the truth. 
What is, is. The sun, when it's hot, right? You can be mad because it's a very, it's a hot day. But guess what? What are you going to do about it? Nothing. It's inevitable. The sun is going to be hot during the summer. You just have to what? Accept it and deal with it. You can't make the sun go down. You have no power. It's inevitable. Just accept it. So the way this thing is working is they use people's emotions to feed their narrative. Oh, so-and-so that I knew die of the Rovina. It's real. It's real. Why are you not sensitive? And I'll turn to them with a straight face. People die every day. Why, why should I act as if I care? Because I don't. I have, there is no attachment. Yes, it's sad that innocent people are dying based on an agenda. But guess what? Death is inevitable. I believe in destiny. If guess what? If it wasn't time for you to go, you will still be here. If you're gone, it was your time. Us who are alive, guess what? We have to move on. And this is what people see. This is one thing I realize. It's not that people are afraid of the truth. No. They are afraid to accept the truth as is. Death is our shadow. Can you separate yourself from your shadow when the sun shines down on you? No. It's part of you. It's attached to you forever. It doesn't matter how far you try to run, right? You may be the flash. You may run a thousand light years per millisecond. The moment you come to a stop, guess who's right there? Your shadow. <laughs> you can escape death. It's inevitable. We all, everybody who's listening to me right now, guess what? We are going to die one day. And you want to know the one thing that, well, because when you're dead, nobody has come back to tell us. But when we look at a dead body, it's not moving, right? Guess what? When you're dead, nobody cares. Everybody moves on. If you had a wife and you die, guess what? She's going to move on. She's going to meet some other guy. And she won't remember you. It's over. You had a husband, you gone. You left children's, she gets a new wife, guess what? You're gone. If she's a good mother, stepmom, she's going to treat her, your children right. Guess what? If she's a bad mother, she's going to abuse them, do whatever she can. Guess what? There's nothing he can do. You're gone. Nobody cares. And that's what people, and that's another reason why people are scared of death. They are scared that once they're gone, people will forget them. But how are you going to know? You've never been dead. So, <laughs> but I'll tell you, the only time I think about somebody that passed away is maybe I see the picture or somebody mentioned the name. 
when you're moving on every day, you don't think about those who die. That's it. And guess what? It confirms the Bible. The Bible says what? When you're gone, you're forgotten. It's like smoke in a cloud. Who remembers? Nobody cares. In one moment, you see a cloud, and one moment, it's cl a clear sky. Do you think you're going to see there? Be like, you know, I remember this one cloud. It was in this corner at this angle. No, you don't care. The same thing when people die. But see, what they want to do is they want to hold you on on that emotional moment for a while, drag it on, and use it for their own purpose. But some way, somehow, after all this year, these months, right, of getting your work up in emotions, right, people in the streets, pandemic, it's real. Stop minimizing it. All this. And we're in the month of December. Some way, somehow, a full stop. And the Christmas spirit has taken over. The signs are still there saying, Texas, red, stay home, right? But nobody. So if Texas is red and everything is normal, why do they still have the warnings? Why what was begun is still there, but it's as if it's put on pause. Why are they waiting for? Are they waiting for the ball to drop? Are they going to do something before the ball drops? What's going to happen? Is Christmas going to be great again in 2020? Is it going to be the best Christmas ever? Are we, is everybody going to forget about what has happened and get the presents, get on their knees to worship the, the wee wee of Nimrod? Notice your Christmas tree is shaped like a triangle, right? You know what the triangle represents, the pyramid? You represent the tip, the tip of the, the wee-wee. So when you get on your knees to open that presence with your children, your parents are initiating your children to worship another man's wee-wee. Oh, yes. That's the worship. It doesn't matter. And you know what, what, what's the amazing thing about this? Everybody's going to do it, whether you want to go religious or not. Pagans, religious people, Islam, Muslim, Christian, Hindu, everybody got a Christmas tree, the 98%. What happened to the six feet apart? Quarantine. Less than 10 people in one room. What happened? What, where's, the, where's the propaganda machine? What? what are they on vacation this December? What's going on? That's the power of the Christmas spirit. But hey, what do I know? I'm a nobody online. The voices of the distraction is more loud than those who actually want to say something. And they're going to bombard you with more distraction as those days get more and more close. Why? Because 
like cooking a frog, right? You got to ease up the heat slowly but surely so the frog won't jump out, right? We all know this analogy. And the, uh, the irony is the people who know this analogy, guess what? They're the frog in this story and they're being cooked slowly, not realizing what's about to happen. By the time it gets warm and hot, guess what? They're too comfortable in the water and they will drown in hot, steamy water. They won't be able to jump out. They will lose strength. So to the masses, continue in your sleep. I can't wake you up. You made your choice. You chose to be enticed by the Christmas spirit. By the holly, holiday spirit to put you back to sleep for a few days. Forget what has happened. Forget us putting our knees on your necks. Forget us forcing you to choke yourself. Forget us, you know, forcing you to be separate from your family. Forget us, you know, beating you psychologically, whipping you. Into Toby, giving a few lashes mentally to become the Toby of 2020. No, you can't be Kunta Kinte. No, no, no. We have to beat you. But you know what? We really love you. So this Christmas season, we're going to put everything aside. And, you know, think about all the great things that we are thankful and baby Jesus, we bless us. Oh, here's another thing, guys. What happened to ISIS? You wait. Are they scared of the pandemic? Also, did they have to follow protocol six feet apart, wash their hands? What happened? Where is ISIS? Did we forget about them? What happened? I mean, they were a real terror in a few days, years ago, right? We all remember the terror, you know, with the and the yellow uh, suit and be like, we'll show you. And then the, the clip skips and then you see the, the, the cadaver in the ground with the head, right? They'll play that little the Arabic and then he come out with a British accent, right? What happened? I thought I'm the tinfoil guy, had, you know? you know. I, I don't know. Any. So let me ask you, what happened to ISIS? Are, are they on vacation? Are they scared of the deadly, invisible killer? I mean, I thought they were the real killer, right? The, the bad guys. You mean to tell me they also are scared? They, they're not scared? Of a mer, but they scared of a Rovina. Oh my God! I wonder if they have to keep their social distancing over there in the caves. Did they also run out of ammo? Where would they buy their new munition? Because you know, there's no more ammo. Isn't this the perfect time to take them down, quote-unquote? 
take them down? What happened? Anybody? Somebody? What happened? What happened to ISIS? <laughs> what happened? Where are they? Hmm. <laughs> ah, so you know, sometimes I'll just be by myself, you know, either in my truck or I'm just sitting there just thinking and I'll just start laughing within myself. And you know, there's nobody around. I'm like, I can't believe how powerful the propaganda machine is to keep everybody off focus of what's really happening. Even if the people could see, they they don't want to see because the re, re, reality is too real. We need fiction. We can't accept the truth. No. Tell us lies. Tell us smooth things. We don't want to hear nothing. No. The truth, oh, truth, fake news, no. Tell us lies. Tell us everything will be okay, my son, my daughter. It's Christmas time. It's only once a year. Baby Jesus will take care of everything. It's winter. We know it's cold. You better get your vaccine. It's good for you. We care. We care for you. Don't listen to fasting his life. He don't know what he's talking about. You know what? We 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 are onto him. We need to shut him up. He, he's he's speaking too much fact. He must be punished. But you, you have to listen to us. We know what's good for you. Believe the mainstream news. They're speaking facts. Science is true. Yes. Christmas time is once a year. Everybody's got to be jello. Christmas time is once a year. It's time to drop your hate. It's Christmas time once a year. It's time to spend your last paycheck. To show your appreciation to your loved ones. And go broke. And get kicked out of your house. Yes. <laughs> ah. Yeah. I've come to a point where I see people that I know. Who still practicing this deception called Christmas. It's a waste of your time brainwashing of the children parents talk about we need the truth you're still repeating to lie by telling your children that 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 present that you broke you back just to buy was from santa you're still repeating to lie and you wonder why they got their necks on you i mean they got their knees on your neck and you got to quarantine wear a mask and six feet apart and you wonder why if you can tell your children Santa Claus gave the present, then I'm not surprised you accept that they're telling you there's an invisible 
enemy are there to get you. Oh, yeah. Notice I can't even say the word no more. I have to use code. There's no more freedom of speech. <laughs> There's freedom of speech with conditions under certain platforms. Oh, yeah. They, when they did an update, uh, they changed everything, man. They changed everything. So some of the things I could even say, even if I could use quote unquote, certain keywords, I can't do it no more. I told you guys. There's going to be a time where I won't be able to speak no more. It's it's coming close, very close. And you, guess what? The only way they're going to allow me to speak is what? Speak like the 98%. Contribute to the distraction that will keep the masses still. Oh, yes. And that's when they're going to promote it. Oh, yes. But when you speak something like this, there's many out there like me who are speaking stuff like this and they're getting the channels deleted, shadow banned, quarantine for life, and they can't upload anything. The channel is still there, but they can't upload. And literally just shadow ban you forever. But you know what? Even though we face this, something in your spirit is like, you know what? You still got to do it. You have no choice. People like, uh, it's like, it's like, ah, oh, man, you know what? Screw everybody. Let, let them, let them go down to pet, right? But something in you is like, man, ah, if they could, if I could pull one off the pit, I'll do it. I'll do it. And that's a, I'll say, um, that's one of the flaws for those who speak truth uh, to things that the masses don't want to accept. It's like, uh, at the same time, you like forget them, let them let it burn, and then at the same time, you're like, ah, I hopefully there could be one if I can just reach one. And the irony of it is, we're coming to a time where we we won't even be able to reach one, just like lot when he tried to warn the people he cared when the angels came and they all made fun of him the angel had to literally force him out of the city before they can bring the brimstone down to the city and barbecue it to crisp so yeah I just wanted to uh, Come on and check on you guys. I know it's been a while since I've done a live, uploaded any content. I've been busy. Like I said, I was on a funeral this weekend. You know, but the 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 person passed away. I know some of you could be like, was it was it the, the Ravina? No, it was. It's something related. The person was in a coma before this whole pandemic happened. So, but it was uh, another moment in in life where you're like, man. Death is inevitable. You have to accept it. If you still fear death, you can be controlled. And especially those who are parents, oh, you are in a pickle because that's how they're going to get you. They're going to use your family. They're going to use your children against you. 
what would you do in that day? Because for those of you, you know, who don't believe, guess what? You choose safety instead of freedom. You're going to be like, you know what? I know I'm in the pickle. Uh, death or live and be, you know, give up everything. They will choose life. They'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I even had a scenario. Like, you know how they show you in movies where you're you're getting the bad guy, right? Like, this guy, he's, he has to go down. And then they grab one of your family members to use them as a, you know, as a coy to basically get you to drop down your weapon. And they're like, hey, you better not get any closer or this one gets it. I know you love this person. Guess what? Because I know the means to end, I'll be like, go ahead, do it. That child or that person is replaceable. Death is only the beginning. Because if they can use that as a bargaining tool, they got you. You know, when I watch those movies, I'm like, just, just, it doesn't matter. <laughs> At that moment, which one do you want? Do you want to lose the battle and give this guy the winning because you, you wanted to save that one person? Hey, we're all going to die anyway. Haven't you heard of sacrifice? <laughs> it's ironic, you know, what the 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 right sacrifice at the right moment you don't want to do it and the worst time to do sacrifice you do it how's that like that don't make any sense <laughs> the fear of death is how the whole world is enslaved i tell people this i don't want to die but i don't fear death because i know what happens and I'll probably do a show on it. Now, when I do the show, I tell people this. None of us here have died and came back and to tell us what happens. These are the words from the seers, right? The people who claim to see spirits. So I'm giving what they saw from beyond this, right? They didn't die to see it. No, they saw it. They were given a vision. The, the spirits who control the uh the invisible they give them a glimpse of what happens right and even if you hear testimonies of people who open their eyes using herbs and stuff like that when they meet those entities right in their dreams or vision whatever they see whenever they ask them when it comes to the subject of death almost everybody in in harmony they say this is what they hear from the spirits they tell them if you want to know everything you're gonna have to die. So they, they, they. It, it's it's like they're all united to be like, you know what? We have to keep this a mystery. Why? To control you, so you fear death because you don't know what happens. They're all working together, the invisible and the visible. They are a team. That's why you scared. Because you have no idea what happens. So you have to come to a point where 
you don't fear death. You don't want to die. Nobody wants to die. I want to live. If I could live, like if I was given a choice to drink a, a, a cup where it will make me immortal and live forever, I'll drink it without any doubt. Yeah. But I'm not going to let somebody use the fear of death to control me. No. No, don't do that. Because once you allow it to happen, they got you. And that's what I tell you. Like I said, people hate the Bible. The Bible prophesied, said, woe to woman with child in those days. Woe means destruction. It say in those days of trouble, it, notice it doesn't say, it says, it, it, it didn't say, parents with children, woe unto you. No, it says, woe unto you, woman with child. Who do you think he was talking about? Woman with child in those days. They're going to use them to keep you standing still. They're going to use the fear of death, the fear of you losing somebody to death to make you give up your free will. And these are the message they don't want you to hear. That's why they will shadow ban us. They will silence us. They will flag it. It's, oh, it's spam. You're spending spam. These are the conversations. See, there's nothing wrong with distraction when you are in control. But see, they don't want you to be in control. That's why they have to distract you. They have to cause you to Forget what just happened this year. Be jolly, jolly. It's Christmas time. It's Christmas time once a year. Forget everything that has happened. I know you still wearing your mask. Six feet apart, but Christmas is coming. Smile. Put that tree in your house. Spend the last whatever money you have. And buy things you don't really need and, uh, you know, give it to the children. They don't care about it, you know. It's over, guys. It's over. <laughs> it's over. It's over. There's no restart button. It's over. But they have to keep you Standing still. Keep you singing. You better watch out. You better not cry. <laughs> oh, Christmas tree. Christmas tree. All those songs. That's why I hate those songs, man. It puts you under trance. Once you can see and understand things, those songs become so annoying. And they get you also with the smell. What do you think they pick cinnamon? What do you think they pick those sweet, you know, weird smells? What did I tell you earlier? Who is the prince of the air? How do you think scent travel? Air. <sighs> Smells good. Ah. <sighs> This smells like Christmas. Huh? <laughs> 
they they're hitting you with everything your senses you you your uh sense of touch taste sound they're bombarding you and it's as if this nation didn't go under a pandemic this world didn't go under this pandemic every people it's as if it i'm like wow this christmas spirit is powerful and people will oh you know stop judging you know people have to write i'm like yes people have to write but guess what they have to write to know what they're dealing with right it's a right don't leave them ignorant they gotta know what's happening but like i say a lot of people know what this christmas is about but they're ignorant because they don't care they they don't want to be left out they don't care to know but hey i know my 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 listeners my subscribers they they were attracted to my channel because they were like you know what fasting has something to say that i find intriguing maybe he's gonna say things i don't hear every day here's something what they call esoteric knowledge they don't tell you when you participate in ignorance that is much more worse than being knowledgeable that's how they look at it in their esoteric beliefs they have to get you to participate in that energy why so you're all gonna be guilty that's why in the scriptures like i tell people people hate the bible there's a passage in the bible where the prophet was seeing things that were happening that he had no idea that the creator was a look he sent an angel the, the, the angel is called the angel of the presence where the angel because they have no concept of time and space he was basically showing him the things that were happening throughout time and even showing our time right he said look at these people they're participating in these weird holidays that i have nothing to do with and they don't even realize that they have blood on their hands oh people will be like well blood in their hands how we're not the ones out there you know doing the sacrifices and all that stuff right we're not the one barbecue barbecuing the lamb quote-unquote for those of you who had a chance to to listen to my uh abortion you understand when i say lamb right when i say the barbecue to lamb so you understand the implication you know i have to speak in code they'll be like well we're not the ones doing that in secret barbecuing lambs and stuff like that right well guess what just because you're not on the altar with a dagger doing that when you're participating in the holiday set under it when you're getting with your family uh christmas time is once a year getting on your knees and opening those presents those guys over there in the shadows and in the caves with the dagger doing things guess what that blood is in your hands too and that they they love it when the masses in in unison giving all the energy as they do it it's like it's it's like a a turn on for them 
for they get turned on for leading everybody into their ceremony while they ignore it. It's like someone comes to you, give you cake, knowing what that the cake is due to, right? And you taking the cake and you eating it. They're laughing at you eating doo-doo. They know it's doo-doo. They know you have no idea it is. And they get a hard-on because they're so excited for you eating things you are unaware of that it's bad for you. But guess what? You still ate it anyway. And they loved it. Why? Because you ate it in ignorance. You, It's like you're not even a fool. You just, you're worse than a fool. It's and they love that. They love you to be news. And that's why I always wonder, I'm like, okay, if they control the 90% of the world, why do they care if somebody like me speaking out? You want to know why? Hey, you know what they're saying? One match can, light, can, can burn up a whole forest, right? So they, they got everybody, right? under the control, but because of the rule of what, you know, one bad apple spoils many, it works in the reverse for their system. So they have to squash the bad apple as soon as it pops up. They have to. And that's why voices like this, they do not want it to hear. How many of you knew that when you participate in those holidays, you have blood on your hands, unaware. But like I say, even if you tell somebody this, the spell is too strong. They'd be like, well, you know, it doesn't matter. I, I don't believe in all that stuff. Me and my family, we're going to do it. We don't care. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Okay. Keep feeding the beast energy. You think of how people, right? Be somebody who believes in the Bible will celebrate. I'm like, what? You know why I don't do it? Because I know what it's about. The heathens, they know. They laugh at the people who claim to follow the Bible. They're like, do, yo, do you even know what you're celebrating? You think it's about Jesus? But like I say, it's sweet to be ignorant. That's why they say ignorance is bliss. Not because people want to be ignorant. No, they love being ignorant. Because they feel like, if I don't know, I'm not responsible for the knowledge. Nah. Because deep down, everybody knows, when you know better, you do better. So I should know. I don't want to know. <laughs> if pe uh, People know cheating is wrong, but guess what? When they do it, they don't want to be reminded that what they did was wrong. That's why if you say you cheated, no, I didn't, I didn't. They know they did, but they don't want to hear they did it. Because they love being in ignorance, even though they know. And that's the way it is. Yeah, I've been speaking for almost an hour now. I thought it was just going to be like half an hour, but I guess, you know, I, I was hoping that I'll start falling asleep and I'll just drop the mic and just head out of here. But somehow, sleep is still 
<laughs> not coming back. <laughs> Even I just ate some fruits. I'm like, man, I thought the the sugar spike should, you know, gonna get me sleepy, but nope, it didn't help either. So, well, all you my my subscribing listeners who are here right now, first I wanna thank you for stopping by, but I hope my message, even though I spoke in code, some of you may not get it, or you may be wondering what the hell is he talking about. Feel free to leave a comment, and I can explain it in more detail. I have to speak in codes because uh, a I'm I'm being silenced. I can say certain things. So I have to break it in codes and stuff like that. Because there are some things I can no longer say anymore. Hey, I I, I told you guys that those days are coming. Should I sell out? Should I start? uh, I don't know. I'm at a cross. Crossroad. <laughs> Should I give in to the masses and have all the pleasures therein? You know, because when you speak the the things that are popular, you you're gonna be popping. They, this is you know, it's it's easy to 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 be out there. Why? Because you're gonna be in tune with the frequency of the masses of the programming. It's so hard, but like I told last time, I uh, spoke to Brother Hawk, Spiritual Logic, aka Hawk. I was like, "Hey, brother, I know they've shadow banned his channel for so many months. They didn't allow him to go past a thousand because they know once he goes over a thousand, the algorithm will change, right?" I was like, "Hey, bro, don't worry. The days are coming where." People are going to look to, they're going to be like, wait a minute. You guys have been talking about this all these years? It's going to be something new to them where we've been putting all the work for all these years. But see, what they're going to be doing is they're going to be watching the reruns. They won't be able to hear the new message no more because people like us are going to be silenced. They'll be like, nah. You were a little match being uh light it up in in a dry forest the wind is gonna blow that little spark and it's it's gonna tear everything down you must be quenched you must be put out and it's coming hey (laughs) we're gonna be put in the crossroads sell out or be removed hey People don't want to hear this kind of stuff because it, it, it snaps you out of your delusion, your American dream, quote-unquote. They want you to be in the dream state because the dream keeps you standing still. Well, when you're dreaming, you're actually sleeping. So standing still, well, you're probably laying in a bed and standing it up to make it seem like you're standing, but you're actually sleeping. You know, get the picture in your head. Imagine. Hey, I'm just chilling, waiting, preparing myself. 
I'm like, why does it have to be the moment where you're going to be? I told you. I, why does it have to come down to those the kind of days? Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting here. I'm like, wow. It's like the rhetoric is all changing. I'm like, eh, hmm, you know what? Let's watch and see what happens next. Maybe people will come around. They will understand what we've been trying to tell them. <laughs> That's right. Let me have some cup of tea. Mmm, this tea is delicious. All right. Yes, you're all right, sir. Uh, we must see. The masses, they are deceived. They accept the distraction. They have no idea what's coming to pass. Yes, that's right. Cheerio. Hey. What can we say? We've said enough. We told everybody, a lie is a lie. If you take a clean cup and you sprinkle some dust, guess what? That water is spoiled. It's no good no more. It may still look clear, but guess what? It got sprinkled dust in it. Do you think it's safe to drink it? It's no longer 100% water. It got dust in it. So if they give you a sprinkle lie, I mean, it's a, 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 a sprinkle, uh, uh, was it a sprinkle truth? Because that's how they, they, they put it, right? They give you a, a little bit of truth, sprinkle with some lie. It makes the whole thing. There is no little lie while, lie. no, a lie is a lie. And for the lie to be so great, it has to be. A big, big lie where the whole world knew, not just America, not just the United States, the whole world are united as one to enforce it. That tells you, you will lie about quote unquote division because every nation are united. Even the quote-unquote enemies are united as one to quote-unquote fight a common enemy, an invisible enemy. And y'all having not even realized we all have been played right in our face. And you are told to shut up, wear your mask, quarantine, six feet apart, don't touch anything. Wash with hand sanitizers. Not soap, hand sanitizers. And you might lose your job. We may give you some check or not, but who cares? And just wait for our next order. Don't go outside. It's still out there. It's going to get you. The numbers are climbing up. Oh, my God. Oh my God, it's in, we are going to die. Wait a minute. We are going to die. We are mortals. I don't need uh, some invisible enemy to get me scared. Death is, is my shadow. We all have the, that shadow. When our time is up, it's over. But guess what? 
I don't need some superstitious power to tell me that uh you know something's about to get me. Because if it's gonna get me, it's gonna get me. Nothing will be able to stop it. Nobody. And that's what I want my subscribers and the people who are gonna hear this message to get in your head. If you know you're gonna die one day anyway, why are you scared? You know you can die in your sleep, right? You know that? Do you know that? You worry about the invisible enemy out there that, that they claiming. You know that you can literally go to bed. You're not sick. You have no disease whatsoever. Go to bed and never wake up. Do you know that? Does that stop you from going to bed? Does that stop you from sleeping? Are you going to be an insomniac because you're afraid that if you take a little bit of breath, a little bit of rest, close your eyes, go into the dream world that you have somehow won't come back? Are you that fearful of sleeping because you may die? Do you know how many people die in their sleep every year? How about car accidents? How about a fever? How about a little infection? How about diarrhea? How about food poisoning? Do you stop eating because you may get food poisoning? Do you stop going to restaurants because you may get food poisoning? You see where I'm going with this? So, if you know you're going to die, why are you afraid? It's inevitable. Should the inevitability, uh, did I create a new world? Should the inevitable, <laughs> I created a new world. Should the inevitable cause you to be faithful? It's like you're, you know it's going to happen. Why are you afraid? Why are you going to allow, quote-unquote, the, the rulers use the fear of death to make you do things you don't want to do when even they're going to die too? It's not like they're, they're an exception to the rule. No, everybody's going to die. Death is part of life. Why be fearful? Why be afraid? Hey, it's December 8th. We're still in 2020. Get ready for more distraction, more deception. To keep you sleep. Those songs, music, smell, cinnamon. There's nothing wrong with cinnamon, but I'm saying how it's being used to, to mess up with your senses because we're in, in the most jolly time of the year. That's how they're getting you. They're they're hitting you with everything when it comes to your senses. Why? To put you in what? Jolly mode for this once upon a time once a year where you get to be good to everybody 
You never give money to the homeless, but guess what? You're ready to give that expensive coat that you got it uh, a few weeks back from your lover or your wife. Oh yeah, I'm ready to give to the homeless where every year you don't even give them an eye contact. <laughs> hey, I bet, hey, do y'all ever do this, right? You come to the stop, right? And then you see those guys holding the signs, I need help. And then they're coming towards the car and they're looking. How many of you there give you 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 give them the eye contact? Like you look at <laughs> I tell you what I do, right? <laughs> Especially if I'm in my truck, right? When I come there, <laughs> they hold the sign and then they come like in the dash, like like they hold it up, like grazing it to get my attention, and then they'll be looking at you. <laughs> You know why you don't <laughs> once you give you eye contact, it's over. They're never gonna let you go. They're gonna stand there for a few minutes, like, okay, dude, I got your attention. I knew you got money. <laughs> Look at what you're driving. <laughs> you can't say no. So what do you do? Everybody stare forward. <laughs> what is it? What what's it saying? The soul is like when you look in someone's eyes, you look into their soul. So uh, if your soul don't want to give him money, don't look. <laughs> You're like, don't look, don't look. You, you Okay, it passed. I can look on the side. And then you look at the side. He's like, I got you. <laughs> no, I contact. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you never look at the homeless, and then when Christmas season, you're like, oh, you know what, honey, you know that little bag we got? Yeah, give it to me. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Merry Christmas. You see what just happened there? All these years, you have drive to that same road. You don't give a damn. You really don't. I mean, it's a fact. You don't care. You don't even want to give him money, right? But some way, somehow, something touched your heart. Once a year, you give something to the homeless. Now tell me, is that really genuine? Is that from the heart? Or there's something behind it that made you, that caused you to do what you don't want to do? all year long for 363 days hey hey those are some of the stuff that you know i'm a thinker i think a lot you know i laugh at myself i'm like oh man some of the craziest things i, I see and you know that i think about hey come on if you're listening I know you don't look at those homeless people in the eyes. Come on, stop lying. You look straight forward. You 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 pull out your phone, like act like you don't see them. Come on, I know you do. <laughs> you like, yeah, yeah. You'll be like, hey, I'm working hard. Yeah, I ain't gonna give you nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess what? Everybody does it. Come on, we have we have to stop being honest. I'm not going to give my heart. You know, I'll put it this way. If that day I don't feel like giving anything, I won't do it. 
I'm not going to do because I gave eye contact to you, which I try not to do. No. That's what I say. When something comes from their heart, you don't think twice. You do it. Why? Because it's something you wanted to do. And guess what? I've done it before years ago, you know, where I gave, I, I didn't need a once a year event to give something to home. No. It was one that was like uh, the truck stop. This guy was, oh man, hey, uh, he's like, could you, you know, uh, one guy asked me for a shower or something. I was, oh, okay, here you go. And another one was asking me some food. I'm like, okay, I'll get you some pizza or whatever, you know. But it's because I wanted to do it, not because some spirit was there, be like, jolly, jolly Christmas, once a time a year, when you look in the eyes of a homeless man and say, Here's something for you. Merry Christmas. Yeah, nah, no. Nah. But yeah, I know you. I, guess what? Hey, I know what you're thinking. You, you, you probably the giggling right now, laughing. You're like, yeah, I, yeah, I know you do it. You, you like, you come there and you see, you know, especially if, especially if they dress nice. You're like, you got two hands and two feet. You're homeless. Hell no, I ain't giving you my money, right? So they, they got that sign and they misspell it on purpose. Guess what? Those guys are educated. You you really think this guy didn't go to middle school to first grade and didn't know how to write? And he's going to have a sign that's going to have a, a freaking obvious misspelling? Like, come on. They do it on purpose. And they're going to be like, what? If, some of them will have like a sad face. Right, and then you're gonna have the ones who are mental, but there's still the ones who are dressed nice that, that look like they can actually go out there and make have a job. Like, you know, they don't even make themselves like they don't even wear like a stinky shirt or like a dusty one, or they look nice, like fresh. Maybe their shoe, you know, it might be kind of muddy because they walk on mud all day or whatever, but they look fresh, right? And then they're gonna be walking. Uh, there's one that I know where my parents stay. Every time he's walking, he's going to be like, thank you, like screaming out to the top of his lung, just walking. That's all he does. Every time I, I drive there, thank you, he'll walk. And then some people will roll the windows, give him something. And guess what we do? No eye contact. <laughs> I know you do. Come on, stop lying. You probably say, oh, I don't do that. Yes. Come on. When it gets close to your car, guess what you do? You either look straight forward, look to your right, look down, look at play like you're looking something on the radio. And then once it pass over you, then you check your left mirror to see if he's going back. And then when it starts turning around, you look forward again. And then they, as they're coming back to your side, they're going to look at you, try to get your eye contact because guess what? They know the eye contact is how they get you. Because when you look at them in the eyes, they're going to have those poppy eyes like, help me, please, for the love of Jesus. And then you're going to have that feeling like, damn it, I, I looked, he got me. No. Okay, let me see if I have any change here. I really don't want to give this money, guy. <laughs> but, you know, he looked at me, so, you know, I don't want to look too bad. Hey, here's 25 cents. Oh, finally. Oh, God. Oh, I'm going to have a good conscience. Peer pressure. <laughs> yeah. 
you know that's that's something uh, I experienced and I think about. I'm like, does anybody out there, you know, don't give eye contact to the homeless in the street <laughs> when it comes to the lights? <laughs> Maybe in a, in a different country is different, but this is what I, I witness in America. You know, don't stare at them in the eye because they're gonna get you. You're gonna feel guilty because why? You know that stare where you look for like three seconds. That's too long. Two seconds too long. As soon as the scene, you have to look away. Once you hold it, guess what? There's going to be a sensation in your heart. And then they're going to put that puppy eyes, you know? And then you're going to be like, no! <laughs> and then you look in your pockets. Well, it says everybody now has cards. Don't be surprised if the homeless start having to swipe your cards. I think somebody mentioned it, uh, the little swiper. Where you'll be like, hey, they'll be like, hey, bro, can you help me? Be like, man, I don't have any change. Well, you know, speaking about the market, we're going to a cashier society. Hey, man, don't worry, man. I got some cash app and I got this swiper, and they'll bring out a little box. Now, what are you going to say? I don't have a credit card. <laughs> oh, strategy. The world is, <laughs> the world is changing. You got a credit card? <laughs> Swipe $2. And then the credit card company charge you 57 cents extra for using uh, that little box. What? But I get... Uh, ah, never mind. I'm never going to do this ever again. <laughs> ah. Ah. Well... It is now 6.13 p.m. Central, and I've been on for almost, was it one hour and 18 minutes? I think I've done enough rambling. I posted a link earlier, but I guess most people, they're too busy. Let me check. Brother Dale, I see you still here. <laughs> it's a, I'm a fair, I let a homeless person come stay, but they didn't really want help. Yeah, they, and they bring spirits, too. Oh, oh, Mela, I see you. You were, you were here. Peace to you. I see Legatus. Peace to you too. <laughs> Shout out to Mela. So which one of you niggas? <laughs> Shout out to uh, Mahogany. Welcome to the building. I hope all is well. And Sosire. Peace to you. Welcome. So. You know, I was just checking on you guys. Uh, you know, that's why I have to title what's going on. I want to thank everybody who came in. Before I go, just a reminder, guys, please do not be fearful. Don't let the peer pressure of what's going on in your life get you to be scared, living in fear, wondering <clears throat> there's nothing you can do. Remember, there's always a choice. When they tell you it's mandatory, mandatory does not mean you have to do it. There's always a choice. If they say it's mandatory for you to eat your own fecal matter before you go into a government building, does that mean you have to do it? So use that same logic so that when they tell you it's mandatory, that doesn't mean you have to do it. You as a sovereign entity, as a man or a woman, you still have the power of choice. The only thing they can do is they can persuade you, put you in a corner, 
to make a particular choice that may be against you, but guess what? Even if you put it in the corner, make the choice that is right for you, for your benefit, and not for those who are putting you into a corner. And that's the message uh, I want to leave you guys. So thank you very much. I appreciate your support. Hey, hopefully I'm going to have another moment where I can speak on something like this, you know, on all the things that I, I've been thinking about, observing. And hopefully some of you who have free time can jump on and express themselves. But hey, voices like us, the days are coming where you won't be hearing us no more. We're going to be silenced. And you know what? That's okay. That's the price of speaking truth to power. And uh, it's coming. It's already here. The present is the future. The future is the past. And the past is always the future. So thanks again, guys. Y'all be safe. Have a good evening. I'm going to get some Z's and I'll be back to work again. As always, I'll run like 1 a.m., 2 a.m. Yeah, who knows? I may be excited to do another live, but I don't know. But uh, thank you guys for stumping by. I appreciate your support. <clears throat> Shout out to my international listeners out there. My anchor has been on fire lately since I've been uploaded in, uh, any new videos. My last video that I posted, man, I got a lot of listeners clocking in. I was like, wow, that's amazing. You know, so shout out to my international listeners and to my American audience. Uh, you know, shout out to you guys are my majority of viewers. So, hey, remember, even though I know they're going to kick us out of these spaces, make sure you <clears throat> like and subscribe to this channel if you're new. And if you're already here, uh, you know, share it on your Facebook and social media. Don't be ashamed. Don't be afraid. You know, uh, we just talk about no fear. So, hey, share this message. Who knows? Somebody out there who's living in fear, they're going to hear this and they're going to change their perspective. Because that's how they get you, man. And like I say, we are going to die sooner or later. Why be afraid of death? It's something you can escape. You can't buy your way out of it. Just live life. You know, don't don't let them get you. Hey, what's up, brother Gabe? You're coming in as I'm heading out. <laughs> Unless you want to jump on because uh, nobody wanted to jump on. Yeah, I hope you days come doing your hey, the, this picture is classic. <laughs> Yeah, I love the picture. <laughs> hey, as soon as we pop up, we're like, there we go. That's rather game. <laughs> Shout out to you, bro. Yeah. Uh, if you're coming in now, yeah, you missed. Uh, I had a a, a long, uh, you know, a long speech. Oh, you missed it. Pretty much everything. Uh I was basically speaking code, like current events, what's going on. And the main subject I was talking about, you know, the fear of death and uh, the holiday season to, you know, to dream states that people are in and stuff like that. But you, you can watch, catch the replay, you know, and uh, check it out and see 
what you think of it and uh, you, you can leave the comments i already know you you're probably gonna be like there's there you go fasting <laughs> hey but again i see you coming in what's up bro welcome to the show <laughs> <laughs> hey what's up man it's been a while i know yeah you're coming in late <laughs> showing up <laughs> do you have to go right now no i i, I was planning on going because uh you know most people didn't want to jump in i figured, I figured they're probably busy but uh, you're here so yeah hey, let's get to it I, i'm still not sleepy <laughs> <laughs> so you were talking about death and the inevitability of um you know life ending for everybody right yeah were you just talking about how people don't know how to settle with that or how it brings fear or yeah basically mm-hmm. if you know you're gonna die why be afraid and why let yeah. anybody use that uh you know the fear of death that oh you know you may die and all this to to basically make you do things like in, in the emotional state of fear right to make you know you that you may make a decision that can be detrimental to yourself where if you know death is inevitable you can make a decision logically why because you like it, it it's like it's back of your cautious that we are gonna die you know i don't need someone yeah. to remind me that hey i could die if i do this and that but, you know, <laughs> but i think I, that i feel that i i kind of try to use death as a motivator right because mm-hmm. it is a finite time that i'm here so while i'm here i need to utilize that time most effectively and mm-hmm. and it isn't so much to say like well you know um i'm gonna try to do something so my name will live on forever but it's more of like, I think that, I mean, not a lot of, many people, especially in this space, they they don't think that uh, life has a purpose. So they kind of just, their purpose is money and possessions and women, where I think that it goes beyond that, especially, right, being Bible believers, right? <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah. I, so I think that um, it's a motivator to find out what my purpose is for being here on the earth. Hmm. Yeah, basically, you, you're, channel, you're channeling it like you're not letting death or the inevitability of death to be like, you know what? Oh, man, like, oh, I got to do this because, you know, I would know. It's like, nah, you 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 know, it's going to happen, but it's like you don't let let you stop living because you because guess what? if it was time for you to go, you'd be you'd be gone already. Yeah. Yeah. And also the way I look at it, too, is that, I mean, in our occupations, I mean, I think that a lot of times that we talk about what we want to do or what we desire to do or what we would want things to look like in our lives. I think we do more talking about it than actually ex- executing on that desire or, or that dream. And kind of the way that I looked at it and my wife, she kind of, <laughs> she's kind of like, you know, she kind of, asked, she questions me me about it. But anytime that I see an opportunity that comes up, I'm, I'm on it, man. I am absolutely on it. So like, one example, right? So I don't know if you know if you knew this, but I'm I'm currently in school from from my master's in cybersecurity. Um, oh, okay. And oh, I'll be finished. Classes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking online. So so like my program started off in online classes. So this will be my second year, right? I'm finishing up in March. So March is my caps capstone uh project. Oh, the capstone. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So uh, so I finish in March. But it's funny because um even before I finish. I've already been looking for different opportunities where I'll be able to utilize that that degree to be able to flip flip that into an additional stream of income, right? 
So, yeah. I mean, I started, so my wife was like, you're not going to take a break. You're not going to take take time. I'm like, why? Like, no, I'm not going to take a break. Like, I'm yeah. going to keep looking for different opportunities. And actually what happened is that um, I actually just last Friday, I, I signed a, so it's a, so I got a, I've been interviewing and I got a lead instructor role for a uh, cybersecurity type of teaching that happens at different universities. So it goes from university to university to university, right? And that's even before I finished my degree. Mm. So in the context of this whole right life and death thing, I'm like, if I see an op- opportunity that presents itself, I'm not going to wait before yeah. I jump on that, but rather I'm going to use it as a motivator to seek those op- opportunities while I'm here. Because I could find that I don't like it. I don't want to do it. That's that's fine. Yeah. But um. I'm I'm gonna seek it out because I don't have forever to do it, and opportunities don't present themselves to you on all the time. So yeah, especially under this pandemic, you know, absolutely, the whole thing has changed, you know, and uh, and that's what I tell people. It's like the only time you can do anything is when you're alive. Mm -hmm. But what what happens? That's to say, do you want to be in control or you want to be control? Right. Then you know, and that's another dynamic that you know basically talked about how mm-hmm. all this time you didn't wash your hands until there was a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, like I, it's like why? Mm-hmm. Like it's like proactive versus reactive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They want you to be in a reactive because uh, even. Uh, when it comes to martial arts, right? Mm-hmm. I was watching an anime where they were basically uh, talking about it. They said, uh, you may have two best fighters fighting, right? Yep. But if one fighter can cause the other enemy to react to his attacks, mm-hmm. he's going to have the upper hand. Why? Because he ba- he basically has taken over control on how the fight will go. Why? Because he's being proactive where his opponent is becoming reactive even though his opponent can be maybe stronger right but because he's applying to proactive movement Mm -hmm. he can expect how his enemy will react based on his advancement so Mm -hmm. this guy he's gonna be oh i'm blocking right but he's not realizing he's been set on a trap because every block he's gonna do he's exposing his weakness, why? Based on yeah. the, you know, the proactive attack. Right. So it's interesting that even in, in, in that sector of life, where they talk about it, how, yeah. how society is being set up right now, where everybody's reacting. And I talked about Christmas. We're in the Christmas season. <laughs> it's as if people forgot what just happened. Like everybody's jolly happy. I'm like, how can you be happy after all this? I don't know. Nothing feels normal anymore, but kind of even using your example even more, right? That person who's blocking and the, versus the person who's on offense, the person who's blocking is also noticing different patterns, right? Mm-hmm. To, to the attacks because everybody like humans, we are uh, beings of pattern. We do things over and over and over again, looking for some type of result. Some a, a lot of times do the same the same thing, expecting something different. Yeah, that's this is crazy. But um, 
yeah, they're noticing those patterns. And you know, another thing is that every blow or every attack is an exertion of energy. Yeah. So, right, they're, they're, they're losing the impact and the power of that attack. And also your opponent is also noticing your patterns of attack. Mm -hmm. So those all can be used, just like you said, against you. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's really interesting. And, and, and like I say, those who can see the pattern of the attack, they're trying to be like, hey, this is what's happening. And it seems like yeah. they're like, oh, you know, oh, hey, it's it's all right. Like, And that's the thing. If you can see the attack and the pattern and you try to warn others, they don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's it's so amazing. But like, that's what I say. That's why they had to set up uh, the distraction. That's why you notice if, you're, if two fighters are fighting, right? Mm -hmm. It's one thing. But imagine you're fighting and there are drums and people yelling, beat him! Guess what? Mm-hmm. It can overwhelm you. Yeah. And that's what's happening. Too much noise and things that are distracting you. So you're in a fight and you, you're focusing on your opponent, right? Blocking and everything. And then yeah. you say, he suck, kick his ass. And then you try to look right to be like, who said that? Right. 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 So it's, it's, it's something is happening. And I appreciate yeah. the, you brought this analogy too. Hey, yeah. I always say it's always good to get a different perspective. It's kind of you for like an hour. <laughs> yeah, because it is nice, right? Because I think that I mean I think most most people kind of have that sheep type of men mentality. Mm. It's more comfortable, or it's easier to be ignorant of things, uh, going through life being ignorant, right? Mm. You just willfully just ignore the realities of things you mm. know and um yeah i just think that that's that happens a lot of times because i don't think it's only people that are that are just like oh i know this i'm just not gonna act on it i think a lot of people just desire to go with the flow i mean there's so many distractions too right there's all yeah. this this media that's streamed into our brains on a daily basis at a at a higher bandwidth and a higher frequency that it's easy to say, hmm, what am I doing with 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 my life? What am I really doing? And then all of a sudden the commercial comes up like PS5 yeah. is coming out. <laughs> like so so yeah. you know it's 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 easy to bring you back into the programming of the masses because there's so many distractions and things to take you away from actual deep and critical thought about more your own mortality, mm. you know. So yeah, you, you 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 basically it's like it's you think you're skipping one thing and yeah. that's what i was saying it's like everything about our life we had the pattern i mean i used it earlier when i started say like a domino effect right yeah they place everything right so when they push the button and the domino things start falling off right mm -hmm. what what let's say if you reach to the like the 50th thing to fall off that stick or that little piece right there, mm -hmm. when it when it does it takes action, it thinks it's the cause or it's doing it from itself. But no, there was a hidden hand mm -hmm. that they were unaware of that led to that situation. So the whole thing is if society as a whole are being pushed into emotion and you're able to notice it, the thing is, 
you're going to be looked at as the crazy because they're going to be like, there's no way it's happening. Mm-hmm. But because you were able to catch the pattern, you can be like trying to let people know. But the thing is, because yeah. everybody is, you know, the majority rule, because everybody is in that motion, you may be peer pressure to, to ignore what you're seeing and just yeah. go with the flow. You know, people don't want to so, be different. So, so this is a question too, right? Like, is it, is letting everybody know the realities of things uh, act of, fut- of futility, especially since everybody really wants to just stay in the same lane. Like people don't really want to know. So by telling people what they should know, is it really helping anybody? It might help one or two right here and there, but I guess the influence and the impact is that, is that there or like, is it necessary or, or, or is there some type of accomplishment by just telling people, people things that they <laughs> that they don't want to know and they don't care to know now i'll i'll put it in two scenarios right i'll mm-hmm. put it this way some people they'll be like there's no point of telling them why because you're not gonna win anyway why because the opposing side controls them like it's like right are you gonna go against the big machine but here's the yeah. other side is if they're too big to be you know resisted Mm-hmm. Why those guys shut down voices like this or people who can see while like the little fringe, the tiny people who barely yep. have no influence? Why do they take go out of their way to silence them? Mm-hmm. That means there is something there. Because if they would just let them, okay, you know, they have no power. Let let them be, right? It does, you know, they're not gonna do anything. But why they don't do that? That that's mm-hmm. another thing to okay. If there is no point to tell people or warn them, right? It's in, you know, it's it's pointless. Then why, at the same time, those people who are influencing everybody, you know, the commercial everybody, why do they go out of their way to silence those who are quote unquote against mainstream? Yeah, well, that's a question. I always wondered because I was like, yeah, that means the the they know that you can influence. Right, because mm-hmm. all you have to do is just you know even you don't have the the money, the fame, to put commercials out there like say hey get out of you wake up you sleep they're lying to you you know you can afford we don't have the money even if you did they're not gonna allow yeah. on the platform anyway, but somehow they want to silence the the little fringe guy the guy who only has like twenty subs but he says something they don't like they want to squish him, but you think you'd be like wait this guy don't have any influence no. That's why I gave the analogy of a spoiled apple. Yeah. You may have a million apples, but if there's one spoiled apple, you have to remove it as fast as possible. Why? Mm-hmm. If you leave it there, it's going to spoil all of them. So it's working in reverse. So yeah. if the resources aren't aren't there to proliferate the message, if the message is being crushed by the the I guess the those who are in power, if people if the message can't even reach the ears of those people mm. who it can benefit, then what's the purpose of spreading the message? Yeah. See, and that's what I was saying. It's like, you feel like ah, I shouldn't do it, but I gave the analogy. I said, uh, it's like people going down to pay, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, there's only me to, you know, people already made the choice. Right. But it's like, even though you at the, at the same time, you feel like just, you know, let it burn. Right, something in you is like, you know what? 
Yeah. If I can just pull one person out of the pit, I'll feel that is good enough. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that the little feeling. It's like I got. That's what I tell people. It's like you. I so want to just give this up. I'm like I'm not gonna. But it's like I. I have no. It's like it's a choice, but at the same time, it's a no choice. Why? Because it's like I know. It's pointless, but I have to do it anyway. And I yeah. think that's why those people don't like that because they're kind of like, you a stubborn, uh, spoiled apple. We got to take it out. <laughs> yeah. But it's it- interesting, right? It's, yeah. it's, it's definitely an interesting thing because I even think of like the the Bible story during the time of Christ when he was um, given. So when initially he had a certain number of disciples, he was telling them to go from door to door and spread their message. And he says if people had rejected that message to just brush off your shoes, brush off the dust from your feet and go and keep going. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, that's right. I think that I think that I wouldn't say it's different than a lot of the messages that are proliferated here. But I think it is different because one Christ Christ method was to save your life, right? But these mm-hmm. messages are more to um, the ones that are being silenced. There mm-hmm. are times I don't know. I don't really know how to quantify a lot of these messages because some of them are very extreme, but mm-hmm. some of them are <laughs> are yeah. necessary. It's kind of like just a, a big old pot of message gumbo. Yeah. Where, <laughs> so I don't know how to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I I know what you mean, and it, it's like. That's why it's like the message that are against the mainstream, there's a lot of fringes, meaning there are different yeah. parts of it. But at the same thing, you need the opposing view. But if you have the majority of oppressing it, that's where, you know, when I say that, you know, demo- you don't want democracy because democracy, yeah. the majority will always rule the minority. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how society loves or wanted to be. Where you're gonna have you always have the majority. Why? Because they're gonna have the power to influence yeah. everybody else, you know. So, so let's take 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 this space as a little example, right? Say, for instance, the manosphere is a small, you know, society, right? Mm-hmm. There are certain messages that are allowed, there are certain messages that are not allowed, right? Messages mm-hmm. that are allowed is pretty much like black women um issues, right? Relationship problems, the standards of beauty, um, what high else? value man, high value man, all, all that stuff. That stuff is allowed, and that stuff is okay, right? To talk about, but then yeah. other messages like marriage or the Bible, the Bible, <laughs> or like certain like black men in education or nerds, lame. nerds like that. That that type of stuff is outside, tricking. right? Tricking. <laughs> Tricking all that stuff, right? All that stuff is, or like SYSBM, like going out of the black community to, well, that's like one that's inclusive. Yeah. So, so, but, but when those two meet, right? Those, mm. so say for instance, all right, example, right? There, there were times we were talking about different streams of income and different ways to, you know, increase your economic situation. And there was a conversation about degrees versus like, it was always a versus, right? A degrees versus, I don't know, military or degrees versus entrepreneurship, right? In real estate or something. And it was always like a knockdown of the degree thing, right? Because yeah. I don't want to work, work for the man. I like, that don't mean anything. You're getting a whole bunch of debt and, and whatnot, but nobody was looking at the opposing side to really quantify it, to say, hey, is this something that can be viable for? So so making it 
taking it back to a big picture, that even though it's the truth some lie probably somewhere in the middle of those two messages, th the one that's not accepted was literally thrown out just because it's not widely accepted or adopted. So the ones with the one that the one with the message that's not very adopted or not accepted, just a lot of dudes just stop talking about it. Like honestly, like even yeah. with the marriage stuff, like I was I was big on the marriage stuff. I was doing stuff with O'Shea about me. I'm like, I don't talk about it no more. Or like the education stuff, I don't talk about it no more. Engineering, I don't talk about it in this space anymore because it's been so much pushback about it that I'm just wiping just just like the Bible scripture said, right? Wipe my feet and I just go around and listen, might throw a joke or something in, in the chat, and I keep it pushing and pushing, but yeah. not really contributing. So that's I guess it's just a small example of a message that I found valuable that isn't necessarily accepted in this particular space. Oh, yeah, definitely isn't. So it's just stop. feminism. I just stop, I, I just stop talking about it, right? Feminism, you know. Femin right. That's oh, that's that's the name of the game. If you're not talking about feminism or the gynocracy or something like 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 that, you uh maggle daggle flaggle maggle. I don't I don't know. Whatever these I still don't know what happened. That's you're, you're a traitor. You're, you're a traitor, you're P first, or all this like there's all these. So well, where does it come room to really talk about things that might be beneficial to people mm. when those messages aren't accepted? Oh, there is no room. The, the biggest one you forgot, you forgot. Yeah. The incels. Incels, right? Yeah, those they, people, they attack them. And that's yeah. why I was, I was uh, one streamer was telling them, like, you know. Answers are basically eunuchs. Yeah. The, and the thing is, those answers, right? They, they they're not realizing that they're being chosen for something because yeah, you know, we learn in society like if everybody is participating in one thing, and then some sect of men are being separated. Yep. Those men, they not re they feel like oh, you know, we want to participate too, but it's like society don't want you. Because you yeah. are, you are chosen for something also, I guess. Well, you know, people were changing to eunuchs right during uh, in Babylon, the, 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 Nebuchadnezzar, yeah. right? The, yeah, there's the, two ways to become eunuchs. Some eunuch is like a man who voluntarily becomes a celibate, yep. or yep. you know, for a cause, or yep. they get castrated, meaning they're forced, forced uh, yep. to to so in a to way stop their procreation and whatnot. Yep. Yeah. They, when they say answer, they basically say you're involuntary celibate. But the thing is, most of those guys they're voluntary. Yeah. Because, like I said, there's always a choice. You mm -hmm. know. Yeah. And, choice. But then that's why I don't understand the message of black man. Let's come together and do this and do that. When you're ex you're excluding people, you're excluding people, like banishing people who don't align with the popular messages. You see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah. like those are black men too, right? <laughs> Aren't those black men? Yeah, yeah. Like, Thanks, like uh, black uh, next time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, they. Uh, yeah. It's uh, you brought up something interesting, and mm -hmm. that's why when I say hypocrisy, and I, I even mentioned on Digital Kuda, I'm like, people who love to talk about black this black or black unity. Here's yeah. the truth: nobody cares. Yep. It's a business. It's a selling point mm -hmm. because the same person is going to be like, oh, you know, we all need to come together. You know, I hate that guy. Get him out of here. Like, like I say, 
you only gonna be unite. You know, the Bible says, "Well, two can walk together unless they agree." Yep. If two brothers, one agreed on marriage and one doesn't, guess what? They're not gonna walk together. It's not gonna work. <laughs> it does work other places, but it don't work here. But I know what you be. Yeah, but you're you're like said, it, they go to the extreme because, yeah, like I would say, like even me, some people that I check their channel and stuff like that, they don't believe in the Bible. But guess what? Yeah, I've I look for something we have in common, and uh, you know, and we stick to it. That's why that's what the Bible says: says two yeah. can walk together unless they agree. But the thing is, we may agree in ninety nine things, but that one thing because we disagree. Yeah. Get out of here. I hate you. You know what? You're blocked. That's crazy. That is absolutely nuts because in no, like, successful, even in business, in successful business, you're not going to always agree with those people who you do business with, but rather you amplify the points where you agree and you find a path forward. Because if you are working in business and you're finding places where you don't agree and you can't move past it, that's called a roadblock. That's yeah. something that stopped you from being able to progress in a positive manner. And that literally takes you away from your business, a bottleneck, a roadblock, a stop in work or or something. Right. Like you cannot operate in that manner and be successful in yeah. your occupation or work. Why is it socially OK to do that then? You know. It's wild. Yeah, uh, and and that that's what I say. It all comes back to the hypocrisy thing. Yeah, we all brothers. We need to come together. We're not. Nah, we're not. No, it's like we need to come together under my program. Yes, and then people pick their leaders, right? They've done that yeah. very well here. <laughs> they pick yeah. who their leaders are. They pick who the people that they like and the messages that that they align with. I mean, it's the same as religions, right? Yeah, I mean, right? They they whether it's a Martin Luther yeah. or a, a John, Baptist, yeah, all Latin those guys. States, right? Yeah. Hey, well, we all believe in Jesus, right? You know what? Go to your temple over there. Uh, yeah. You guys are you are allowed to have polygamy, and we don't. So um, mm -hmm. you need to be on that other side of the fence. But we all believe in Jesus. Yep. We all it's brothers, just, but you know, be on your fence over there. Do your own thing. You know. But we need to come together. But you yeah. need to be on that fence over there. But we yeah. need to come together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and there's a, a level of respect. Like, I don't know if you, if, 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 if you really require a lot of that necessarily in some of your interactions or with, with people. Because people say all types of crazy stuff, right? I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I have a... I guess I don't try to progress with people who don't even know how to show just basic respect for a diversity of ideas. Right. I don't, I don't think we, ag we agree in all places, but I respect you. And if you say, say something, I'm not going to just like joke on you. <laughs> you like just try to make you feel little for having that opinion. But there are a lot of people in this space yeah. that does. Me, uh, I look at it this way, right? Like, you know how there's, some people have like trolling comments and stuff like that, and then you troll back. Yeah. But like, so there's some conversation where you're like, "Man, this guy is—he really believes what he's saying, even though we know you don't really believe it because you're actually speaking otherwise." But like you were right. saying earlier, right? It's like religion, right? Some pastors they have to scream because yeah. if they speak soft like this, <laughs> they're not gonna get the people's attention. So they'll just scream. Right. Nah, nah, nah. 
but you know how they're screaming is just a bunch of noise, nothing, there's no power, no nothing, but no substance, no content because it sounds loud. People pay attention, mm-hmm. it's just loud, that's it, right? And right, then that's what, that, that's what happened. And the, the whole thing is people's actions show themselves, like you know, what they talk about pattern, you say people are patterns, right? Someone mm-hmm. who's consistent in their message, guess what? You're gonna know who's authentic or not because you right. can't fake pattern mm-hmm. who you are. Like you say, we are people of habits. So if your habit is of lying or being a hypocrite, guess what? Mm-hmm. Sooner or later, you go, you can't you can't play being non-hypocrite. You're gonna be a hypocrite regardless why because it's your habit. Yeah, you brushing your teeth three times a day. You going two days a day, it's going to be weird and it's going to feel funny. Right. It's not a habit. Yeah, because there are neural pathways that are formed in your brain when you Mm. you form habits, right? Mm -hmm. So your brain is literally wired for you to do certain things. So if you step outside of that, yeah, it is going to feel weird. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I pull it this way. It's good to talk about unity. You know, mm-hmm. or your culture, the base and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: who are you? Like, let's say it's common sense. Mm-hmm. Do you think the CIA just allows anybody to join? No, it's a vetting process. So, looking at that way, when people say, "Oh, you know, all black people need to come together," mm-hmm. define black. I mean, we know what it means. But I say define black because when you say we all need to unite, well, history and reality sh- tells us the real enemy is going to be from your own house. Yeah. You looking on the outside, guess what? The enemy cannot come in unless what? Someone opens the door. Yeah. Typically, people who live closer in yeah. uh, proximity to one another. Those are where those yeah. people who live close to each other are the ones who kill each other. Yeah, because <laughs> if, if, if gets, the enemy is obvious. Everybody knows who he is. Yeah, he he can come in and do what he has to do. No, you, you're gonna point him out quickly. But guess what? Someone who looks like you, he's the one who's gonna stab you in the neck. Yeah, he'd be like my brother. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, there you go. You're going down, and then you're gonna be like a hey, two. My name. <laughs> I remember the first time I read that book, man. I, I searched all of that. Yeah, Julius Caesar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like Alexander the Greek was killed by his own general. Sure, sure was. Because they wanted the power. Yeah. Was it four, four generals and they still never united after. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Everybody created their own uh, dynasty based yep. on his work. Mm. And guess what? They kill. They kill his seed too. Like sure, yeah, sure. yeah. Like oh, I forgot the, the guy was. Um, and I don't know if it was Antiochus or Ptolemy. Uh-huh. Yeah, they, they they basically you know they were like, oh yeah you know we're gonna honor you know our leaders seed and whatever. Yep. Get him out of here because you know we don't want to up uprising right because they yeah. have they have support historical support. Mm-hmm. So people might rise up and cause some type of because coup. they cons- consider him like a demigod. Because okay. uh, if your father is Alexander the Greek, yeah, then you are also a, 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 a child of Hercules. You know, mm-hmm. you have that power. Oh no, you don't. Squish. 
you know, strangle yep. that neck, <laughs> that little neck. That's it. That's what they do. That's what they did. So you know, man. Yeah. But like, I, hey, I have that knowledge. Why? Because I love to read. Like, I love me. I love knowledge. Like, yeah. I mean, I know you know some people. Oh, fasting. Why are you always about the Bible? How about science? How about facts and all that? But like, it's like I say, they only see what I allow them to see. They don't know me. Like, they don't, they don't know what I what I do in my private life. So it's like the only thing you know is what what you you getting a glimpse at. See, but then that that becomes an interesting thing, right? Because it's like, how do you really categorize somebody who you've only met virtually, right? We know that most human interactions or most communication comes from nonverbal, right? Mm -hmm. Nonverbal communication, face-to-face nonverbal communication, you get so much, right? Body language, I kind of, your eyes going from side to side, the way your hands are positioned, are you open? You, are you comfortable? And, you know, there's all types of communication signals that come from being physically there with someone. But here, people tend to categorize people only based upon a digital interaction, only voice, yeah. only voice. And I think that that's just that just. Um, and your avatar. And your avatar. Unless you came up. Hey, <laughs> you know. And I think, and I really do think people are like literally living two different lives. Like, I don't know if you remember that movie, yeah. um, Avatar, right? Yeah, Avatar, was, yeah. Like, he was nothing like the guy was, not, I mean, his past life was nothing like the life he was living as one of the blue people, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I think that, that that is more of the reality here than we than we think. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, that's what I tell people. What what they say? You gotta have a persona, right? They say, oh, you yeah. gotta have a person, like a YouTube persona. Mm-hmm. What is a persona? It's a fake image. Mm-hmm. Who you are is more than just your education, right? Your voice, mm-hmm. your accent, where you're from. No, everything about you is a whole package. You can't you can't fit who you are into a persona, and that's why even. Right. If look at the definition it tells you it says uh it's a representation of one of your attributes mm-hmm. so when it's oh you need to take on this persona it's like a character yeah. it's not who you are it's a image so when i have a you know fasting is life it's a persona that i have yeah. it's not the whole me but don't you think people take that persona and run with it yeah i think people run with it to the point where it becomes escapism they try to escape their reality by yeah. interacting here on this yeah. type of plat- platform. Mm-hmm. It, it, it happens. And uh, it's like he has created like a delusional where yes. people like the whole when people talk about the whole doxing and all this. It's like, yo, it's like, <laughs> it's not that serious. It's not. If you want to know who I am, I will give you my first. I don't care. Like, it doesn't matter. Because I'm the same. <laughs> like, 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 I think that people who are so big on doxing are worried that who they really are will mm. get exposed yeah. in a space where they are prim- primarily who they pretend to be. Yeah. But you, you know, you said earlier, right? You were saying that uh, some mm. people. They, they can't differentiate like they, they oh just because they have an agreement it's like oh we can we can we can you know have a conversation yeah. right watch this 
I have one of my managers who's subscribed to my channel. I'm oh, a truck driver. Yeah. And people would, oh man, what have you done? You made a big mistake. He's gonna hear what you <laughs> Guess what? Saying. He can separate what I do as a hobby from my job. Why? Because yeah. when I'm on my job, guess what? I do what the company asked me to do. Yeah. That has nothing to do with me talking about the Bible or whatever. They don't care. Yeah. But see, because some people they have this persona that's so different. Yeah. It's 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 almost scary how different it is based upon who they are digitally and who they are in real life. That people are afraid that people in their real life would know who they are. And the thing about it is that you don't really hear that happening a lot, right? People aren't really bringing up like their friends, yeah. people that actually know them in person uh, yeah. on their platforms, on their YouTube yeah. platforms. Same thing huh. with the, what do you call it? People who do adult content. Yeah. How many people look alike? And think about this. If you were to do like adult content, the only way that people will find out is if you're exposed to, to your inner circle. Yeah. But guess what? America is a big country. Mm-hmm. If you, you're being exposed, let's say, in New Jersey, and yeah. you have no family members or no... Who's going to dox you? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody knows you over there. They only know you as the persona you're presenting. Yeah. But like I say, it's... You know, I think it might be like, a, you know, like you say, the fear of being found out because yeah. you're kind of insecure about what you're doing. But if you're secure in yourself, you don't care. Yeah. It's... A, you, I think it's an insecurity. Oh, and it happens in different parts of the world, right? Because yeah. um, I think I told told you before that last year, me and my wife we went to Amsterdam. Yeah, and yeah. We 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 were going down the street on the red light district area. It's not as crazy as people make it out to be. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's wild. I mean, it's legalized prostitution, and it's women, and I didn't see any men, but women behind glass glasses where you put in money and you can. Have your way. They put them yeah. in the cause. But um, one thing that is very much so like looked down upon is if is people taking pictures. Like, yeah, yeah. Because they don't want who they are in the red light district to be exposed to who they really are or who they are in their real lives. Yeah. They're embarrassed to be yeah. a to be a part of that occupation. A lot of people put on all types of makeup. Some people wear masks. So yeah. you know, it's just uh they want to see, yeah. People like you, yeah. because people look at Europe, they think it's a, it's a small place. Europe yeah. is not big. So, you know, you have also to look at their culture, right? A lot of European countries were, you know, they're mostly family oriented compared to America. They're family oriented. So it says they're like a lot of them are like small. They are, they, they have this perception that if anything go online, somewhere, somehow somebody's going to find them. Oh yeah. So that's why they're very protected. But here in the West, you know, on this side of the world, most people, even though that stigma is still there where people don't like to be taken, you know, they don't like people like in the street, they don't like their yeah. you know, privacy. But most of the time, like people are securing themselves. They're like, I don't care. Yeah. I, don't care. I think that's the whole thing is about being secure and being yeah. confident. People talk about confidence, right? But mm-hmm. they're not really confident because it, it sounds good to say you're confident, but your actions says otherwise. Like me, I'm not afraid because I have videos where I show my face. Like, yeah, if I started doing live stream, you can go there, look when I was oh, fat. Same. Yeah. Oh, same. This is my face. Yeah. This is my face here. <laughs> I put my LinkedIn in chats and everything. Like, I don't care. Yeah. 
who I look at. And and that and that's why I tell people people hate on the Bible, but guess what? The Bible, the Bible that you hate gives me that that strength to be fearless. Yeah. Because I know some it people, oh, man, fasting, you need to tone down your language because you know something can happen to you. I'm like, do you, have you read the Bible? Do you know how many people die for spreading these okay. kind of messages? They die, they got, got killed. Guess what? Right. I didn't stop them. Not Those at all. Who, who were speaking it, they heard they die, you know, they tried to hide in here and there, but guess what? That didn't stop them or that didn't force them to give up. No, they were still doing it. I don't know if you ever heard of the Fox's Book of Martyrs. I'm sure you have, but these Which people, used to, uh, what's that? I say, have I heard of what? Fox's Book of Martyrs. Mm-mm. So, it a book? so it's a book. Yes, it's a book about the what happened during Christian persecution during the time of the Reformation. Ah, okay. And it kind of, and so a couple of stories they kind of speak of how Christians were spreading the the gospel, and they were literally, they were walking willingly, volunteering themselves to be burned at the stake, and they were dying singing hymns. To mm-hmm. Christ, because they were so confident that yeah. they will see Christ when they wake up, right? Yeah, and it's they're, like they're so convinced that even they, if they're in pain, they're like, "I'm dying for right. doing the right thing." Yeah, I'm dying for doing the right, right, right thing. And these were these early martyrs for for the gospel, right? And I think that that's just, I think the Bible um, and faith it gives a worldview outside of what we just see in front of us. Because yes. really, if you look at, especially America, Western culture, all they want, to, want, you, want you to do is be born, go to school, make uh, graduate, make money, retire, then die. That's yes, really, die. yeah. that's it. Yes. That, is, that is the beginning and end of what they say that you should be, the, the American dream, right? Yes. Being successful at your job and all these things. And I mean, it's so crazy because it's like the more that I've acquired, the more that I make, the less those things become important to me. Hey, whoa. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. This is something I'll tell you. And, you know, I'm not afraid to speak on it. Some people will be like, oh, you're ducking yourself. Yeah. I was in, in uh, first I went to a community college. I was yeah. working at retail, HEB. I started HEB. Then I went to Office Depot. Check this out. I was making for six years, I was barely making eleven thousand dollars a year. Yeah. I was working part-time and going to school. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I struggle, you know, I know the pain of being broke, right? Yep. Like you said earlier, it's like the more income you start to get, the more bullshit adds up. And you're like, wait, I'm trying to save money, you know. I'm trying it's like, you know why? Because Everything is based on what? On nothing. Yeah. Like one of my homie, you know, I, it's a good thing we don't have a lot of people listening in. That's good. Yeah. Uh, he's from the bloodline, you know, the bloodline. He told like one day, like every time we talk and we start talking about this subject, the people who are listening, they'll cut the, the connection. Like every yeah. time, like we'll be talking about <laughs> women and stuff like that, right? Yeah, nothing okay. happens. As soon as he switches, Talking about this kind of stuff, boom, it's gonna be like oh, yeah, no. cuts off, <laughs> and he has to get, open a different phone that he has specifically for this kind of stuff and start speaking on it. Yeah. He's a like, man, they always do that, right? Because his dad is like, you know, big money. 
Right. It's just why he told me, right? Because I I, I read books, you know, I know some things, but I wanted to hear from the horse's mouth. This is why he told me, he say, he said fasting. He's like, I, I'm going about to tell, he say, I know a lot of people, conspiracy people, they talk about, he say, this is how I'm explaining to you. He say, when it comes to monetary, when it comes to money, he said, this money that we use came out of thin air. He yeah. said, this is how it works, right? You have a country that have resources, right? Mm-hmm. They got minerals and all that stuff, but guess what? They don't have the infrastructure. These guys, they'll come in with this made-up money that doesn't exist, right? Yeah. They're going to lend it to you in exchange for the physical resources you have, Yeah, put you in debt on the money that doesn't exist. Yeah. It means nothing in the grand yeah. scheme of things. In the grand scheme, right? Mm-hmm. We've set up these monetary situ- systems and situations, but just like you say, it means nothing. Yeah. And he, this is what he told me. He said, do you want to know one reason why I don't worry about going broke? Because, mm-hmm. he, he, you know, even though he comes from that family, he tried to follow the Bible and his family, they reject him. They're like, why you don't want to have the good things in life? Yeah. This is what he told me. Say, say fasting. You won't. You can't understand this. Why? Because you never had the life I have. He say, I've had it all. I've been fooled. He said, mm-hmm. all of it, you know what he said, when the Bible says vanity of vanity, he said, all this vanity. He said, it's nothing. He it, said, these yep. guys can literally, like he said, on your bank account, they can literally add in six zeros out of <laughs> there and make you the most famous person of, of yep. this month. They can do it. But right. for the price that they're going to require you is everything. So yep. he's like, why give up something precious for nothing? Mm-hmm. And he said that's how a lot of people get caught up because yeah. they want you to be in this delusion of chasing money. Yep. If you're chasing nothing, what are you going to get? Nothing. nothing. <laughs> and that's why I think that this value, like the high value man and all that, I'm not saying it doesn't mean anything. I think in the current financial and economic structure, yeah, it's nice to make more. Right. It's nice to make more because it it does allow you something to not worry about. Right. Because but in the grand scheme of things. Right. We were talking about life and death and everything. I'm never I don't think I'm going to go down on my deathbed thinking that I could have made more money. <sighs> like, like, like that's that's not going to be my concern when I'm on my death deathbed. I don't think yeah. so at all. Like, I'll put it this way. Sometimes I've sat back, like, look, yeah. all of us, we want the good things in life, right? Yeah. I have to admit, I'm not honest. I'm like, bro, it, like if I was making a hundred thousand dollars a year and I don't have to do my regular job, I'll be happy, right? Yeah. But watch this, I'll still want more. Why? Because it's human nature to never to never be satisfied. So the thing is, do will I have <laughs> self-control if I stop yeah. making those kind of money? Let me, man, let me tell you, it doesn't. So a lot of times we talk about the six, the six figure thing, right? Six, yeah. six, figure, six figures. It'll solve all the problems and all, all the everything. It doesn't. Be- and this is coming and I don't, you know, this isn't to brag or anything, but I make more than 300 K. <laughs> Let's just 
That, like, that's like, good. Over that, actually, like even over that with the potential to even be beyond that. Right. Because I have a promotion coming up. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. I'm telling you, it does. The only thing it means is that I can get things that I want without any hindrance, pretty much. Yeah. But you, other you, than you that, pay the extra two hundred dollar electricity bill without flinching. <laughs> pretty much. But hey, that's that's about it. But I mean, if I cannot use that to help some somebody, if I can't use that to contribute to something. It really doesn't have any value beyond just fulfilling my own, I guess, wants at the moment. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, it doesn't mean. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it, this whole thing and that whole high value man thing and the, the network and all this. Like it don't. Like, and, and I've been making this pretty consistently since like. Since I was like 24, 25. And I'm 32, so almost eight, and, nine. And you, don't, you, don't, you don't come here trying to show, and that's no, what consistent, right? Because watch this. Yeah. I bet you a lot of people who be doing a lot of bragging and all that stuff, you'll be sitting yeah. there be like, you, you guys have no idea, do you? Like, but yeah. because they see your persona, yeah, they judge you as this is everything you are. They, they just, I think it's my voice, man. I think it's my voice kind of gives them, I think my voice makes them think that I have an air about myself where I don't <laughs> like Derek Jackson. Derek Something Jackson. like that. Man, I'm telling you, I listen the first, I remember the first time you said that. I'm like, man, he's, he's just trying to mess, mess with me. But you act, but it's true. I do sound like that guy. Yeah. I except really, he has the list. Yeah. 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 He definitely has a list, but, yeah. but you know what I do? Like, I mean, because what I primarily do is that I give give to platforms because it doesn't because it's no skin off my back, but rather it can it contributes to the content. Yeah. So you know, like, see, listen to this dude right right here. No, Gabe, it's because you be trolling, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you explain it to me. <laughs> but a joke like, here, a joke, a joke there is trolling. Cool. Yeah. It, and it's same thing with me, right? Some people, you know, like they know, oh, fasting is always, you know, making jokes. But it's like, but like I say, I've heard all the conversation, you know, because yeah. I know you used to be ham on Ramil's show and stuff like that. Yeah. And it, listen, yeah. me and me and Ramil talk on the back, like me and Ramil are cool. So you know, all that it's just it's just fun. But yeah, yeah go ahead. <laughs> I'm saying about because, like you said, you yeah. said earlier, Ramil, like. Even though in his persona, he didn't he didn't take on your persona as the whole thing. And yeah. by you having a conversation about, he probably was like, "Hey, this, this, there's more to this guy than just him being the merry guy coming on my channel and having you know fighting against the pump and dump, uh, you know mindset, right. you know." And, you know, yeah. <laughs> like I said, when he, but you remember, he has to have that persona. Yeah. So people are gonna be like, "Oh man, you know." Get kick Gabe out of here. He he, he, he marriage <laughs> marriage troll maggle. I'm like, it'd be like he 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 was it. He, he has no idea, man. Give him some time. He's gonna join us. He's gonna be mixed out. <laughs> and then, but then what happens? It's crazy because then what happens is it kind of gets kind of crazy to the point where it's, yeah. it 
does cross into some disrespect like yeah yeah oh yeah. wait until you get divorced or wait until this and i'm like yeah like like what should give on you but hey we, go brothers, we need to yeah. come together <laughs> yeah yeah right i mean it's just funny man but you know that's why i like coming on a smaller like like when a smaller number of people can have just like just chill conversations man because yeah. you know this this pandemic is I think the proliferation of panels has shown how lonely people are, <laughs> right? Yeah. Some people are super willing to jump jump on the panel at times because they're like, I'm just trying to talk to somebody, right? I'm just trying yeah, to have, yeah. to have yeah. a conversation. And that's okay, right? Because people need other people to to to, to yeah. function. Right? We're not just here in the silence. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing you just mentioned, it, 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 it just came to me. You know how some people, right, in in this space, they make fun of incel. They say, "Oh, you yeah. never had stuff like that." Watch this. They're actually weaker than the incel. Why? Because if the incel have been "quote unquote" lonely all this time, mm-hmm. when they're doing this pandemic, stay home, quarantine, people are scared. Yeah. You think the incels are worrying about that? No, the incels are thriving. This yeah, is they, they used to. Their, this is their environment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they look at them. They look at these normies. They have no idea. There's there's no, no clubs, right? Yeah. There's no social gatherings, no holidays with the family. Yeah. None of that. So the incels are like, listen, this is this was my yeah, reality yeah. before. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's why I tell people like I always tell men, man, you have yeah. to learn to be alone. Yeah, why you're gonna appreciate when you have somebody. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, dudes hate this, you know, the marriage thing. But like, man, like, I think that one thing that's really helped through this pandemic is me having my wife, man. Like, we've mm-hmm. been, man, we've been watching anime, we've been playing tennis. Playing yeah, he's, he's, uh, you know, the Bible says she's your helpmate. Absolutely, Somebody man. Help you, man. She's 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 super dope. So it's nice to right having somebody else there while you're locked down in quarantine. But guess what? If you're pumping dumping, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but then you know once you pump and you dump guess hey. what you all alone <laughs> no 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 pump and dump will say that they got the next the next one like it's just a it's just like a revolving six feet apart wear your mask listen you gotta, <laughs> you, gotta you gotta covid test before each pump and dump it's not just covid uh what about syphilis syphilis maria People don't talk about man. People don't talk about that because there are risks that are involved in that. Being hey, with a whole lot of sexual partners. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'll give an example. I told you on, even on Kuda's show. I remember yeah. back in college, uh, there was this white girl, right? You know, you know when there's attraction and you, you know, we went to check oh, yeah. the box. You know, I know people yeah. uh, fasting cheap, and we got the ninety nine cent chicken. Right? She bought her own thing. I didn't. I didn't buy her. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I didn't spend that day, right? And you know, yep. it was like a quick day because we had a class. I'm, I just met her, and you yeah. know, I wanted to have a feel like all the guys, she was pretty, you know, those uh, <clears throat> the white girls who put their fake blonde, right? Like, yeah. I know blonde is not her real hair, right? So it was very bright yellow. But yeah. here's the thing all the other guys, you know, they were infatuated, you know, everybody wanted to smash, right? Now, in Everybody's eyes, even my homies, when she she chose to come with me, like to hang out. Mm-hmm. 
when we're um you know we're having the conversation she's telling me the story because she just got to the school you know she's a new student whatever so basically story long story short she's one of those you know those rich girls who were living somewhere and they school things up and their parents basically send them to a different school to start a new uh, she was that kind of girl while we're talking because me i'll observe everything yeah she was shake like she was shaky like shaking what do you mean i was just looking her body language like when she's grabbing the sandwich to eat her hand would be like trembling the well, only thing that was my yeah she was a i think ex-druggy uh hmm. so you know guess what was in my head in that moment like many that? years a bit of man fasting it's time to you know you know she's you know um what's the term they use here uh, right she, here. uh yeah yeah like you know it's like you know, I didn't even have to use mouthpiece. It was like, it was still, you know, the chicken is on a silver platter. Like I could just yeah. go in and die. Right. Right. In my mind, I was like, I don't want to do anything this way. I'm a black man. You oh yeah. Her, she died on my hands. Guess yeah. what? It doesn't matter what I'll say. Yeah. I have a dead Caucasian woman in my, the only thing I was like, I'm like, I'm, she's a druggie. I'm not going to deal with her. So after the whole thing was over, I drove her back to her apartment, which was across my apartment, you know, those college apartments. Yeah. And I talked to her. I was, hey, it was a pleasure to meet you. Hope I'll see you around. And like in that moment, she was unattractive to me. Yeah. She was hot, right? Like people said hot. So when my friends, my colleagues, my classmates, they heard, they're like, whoa, why, man, you, what a waste, right? Now yeah. watch this. One of my classmates went behind my back and smashed. Because hmm. he he just wanted it, right? Yeah. And all I did is as a joke, right? I asked him to say, How was it worth it? He said, Yeah, yeah. But watch this. What if she had rash? What she had diseases? Because a lot really? and guess what? Some of those people they get stuff, and then I'll be listening. Yeah. And I'll be like, and you wonder why. But yeah. see, I look at a man like me because I had principles, I had rules. They say, "Oh man, fasting you weak, man. You you throwing it, you know, out the table." I was like, "Nah," because and it, it, it was this, and I've said it even on you know because Kudash channel is basically player talk radio. I said, "Just because you can do it doesn't mean you have to." Right. Right. And I learned that. And you know what? When I think about it, I don't have any regret. Why? Because I'm like, thank God I dodged a bullet. Yeah. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. And that's the thing, right? So then where is this? Why is this message of just getting with as many women as possible being this, 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 <laughs> this, I don't know, this person who just unrelentlessly just goes after everything that just comes before them? I mean, but there. I feel like there's there's a degree of irresponsibility there, honestly. Like I I just no. think that people just wanna I don't I don't know, just just live out and act out all their animalistic it's a dream. dream. Remember what we said earlier, the American dream? It's yeah. every man's dream to smash yeah. as many girls as he wants. I, I mean, man, I'm guilty of it. I, sure. I love, but guess what? Like I said, if I wanted to live that dream, guess what? I would have smashed that girl. Right. Yeah, you can you can dream. I can dream to fly, but guess what? I may have, I may not fly like Superman. I may have to go to a flight school to learn how to fly a plane. I guess so what? that's that's where that. 
that's that's where that critical thought or, or just like just critical thought comes comes from right because you're not going to try to fly by jumping off a building because you think that you want to fly right because because you want to just like the same thing you don't want to yeah. just engage in a pump and up lifestyle without engaging in safe behaviors so it's looking at the risks that are involved in a pump and dump life so it's like i'm just doing pump and dump that's my thing but you're not evaluating the risk but you are evaluating all the risk of the opposite yeah like they bring up every statistic and every reason not to engage in monogamous relationships in the form of marriage or just with one woman they have all of the numbers right because women cheat most women start divorces 50 percent marriage divorce rate all of all of this stuff but are they talking about the std the std rate how many you know how many you know, <laughs> right or like they're dying. now most right? of them they smash raw or the meat or the me too movement <laughs> where where you might be thinking that you're being involved with somebody that you're gonna pump pump and dump but you might get into a situation where somebody accuses you of rape like yeah. what measures are necessary in order to protect yourself against that because that also comes with the pumping up lifestyle right i mean yeah. i just think that there needs to be a balance of evaluation of risk on both sides and it's but not the whole idea that one is better than than the other but i think that both should be done responsibly and informed but here's the thing remember extreme sales it does yeah. yes because like even ramil said that he say i promote safe sex and you know healthy you know being responsible but guess what he said i really all he said in the chat i really all know y'all not gonna listen to me anyway because so like, the, the dream sounds good in the ears man he just man i just think that the just like you said the the extreme sales because mm. he because that side or that message is mm. it's not it doesn't come with the warnings before right like yeah. you know how cigarette uh, uh case like there's warnings even in mexico or like different countries they even have like pictures of like like lungs with or people dying on the back of them as a warning to say hey if yeah. you smoke this this will happen to you basically they're like oh yeah. you know it's like alcohol you can have alcohol poisoning you can have alcohol you, you, it's okay to drink but guess what this is what could happen but that pumping up message rarely comes with those warnings <laughs> is what I'm saying. It just looks at, hey, yeah, hey. herpes. Right, herpes is the most common. Uh, and it's not only that. Watch this, right? Yeah. What what is promoted? You know, uh, pleasuring a woman. What they say? Oh, you need to go down on her, oh, right? Yeah. What, yeah. Now watch this. When you putting your your mouth down there, do you know what was in there? Facts. And they talk about in science, right? They say your mouth have a lot of bacteria. What what will happen the chemical reaction if you do? Uh, well, so, I don't want to go into details, but like just realize oh, what happens after you do the chemical yeah. reaction that will happen in your mouth, and then you get some weird stuff. What are you gonna do? Listen, and and right HSV, what what, what is it? Verse two or something? Or yeah, herpes com complex. Like people are not getting oral sex with condoms on. Like I know people say, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, like, be like, like, ew, that's disgusting. <laughs> wait, 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 but but why is that? Why isn't that disclaimer put out there, right? What disclaimer? That disclaimer that, that hey, you can practice self sex with condoms, but that's are you news. self sex with with oral sex? That's fake news. What well, are you talking hey, about? 
I guess it's fake. fake Let's see if that bump on the side of your mouth is fake, right? I mean, like, I, everybody, they'll be like, guess what? I may have a bump in my lip, but guess what? I stay hilly, though. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Hey, like, like I say, you know, when society is deteriorate, anything goes. It is. Anything. anything. But then people just forget. I mean, they forget the simplest stuff because even Black Black Wall Street, he's saying, I haven't gone down on a woman in 10 years. Has, has a woman gone down on you in 10 years? Like, right? right? <laughs> because guess what? Just right. because you, uh, you, 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 guess what? A receiver can get it too because yeah. if her mouth is dirty Facts. and your, your wee wee has an opening, right? These are all methods for transmitting sexually yeah. transmitted diseases. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying that it's, hey, people do whatever they want to do. That yeah, just the choice. information should accompany the lifestyle mm. promotion. Yeah. You know? And, and, and the, you know how you said earlier about uh, having a balanced conversation, right? Yeah. So here's one of the positive things when it comes to about a long-term relationship. You're going to have a partner where both of you have built a trust, where mm -hmm. both of you are keeping a lifestyle where oh, when yeah. you come to consummate, you have a trust that, hey, I'm not going to get anything wild and I'm right. not going to give anything wild. But the thing yeah. is, if you're meeting with a stranger, you know, like I say, girls, yeah. like, I mean, most people did smashing on the first date, right? You don't know what this person have. You don't know if this person uh, just got a disease from somebody else that she don't know. You don't know. Picking it up, you putting your mouth where it shouldn't be, you know. Instead of eating uh, uh, mango, you eating uh, cream pie or whatever. I would spoil banana. Yeah, <laughs> maybe you know. Yeah, she had two guys, three guys. You you don't know. They, I mean, even the thing with Kobe, right? Like Kobe Bryant, when he was brought into the uh, court case, they found that the woman that was accusing him of rape had multiple specimens, male, <laughs> male, yeah. you know, DNA. So yeah. before she was with him, she was with a whole lot of other people. <laughs> yeah. That, that means that uh, the cream pie was still fresh. Facts. <laughs> Facts. No, this is true. I this know. That's true. what I'm saying. I, I used to tempt because I don't want to be, you know. Understood. Yeah. But, but listen, that, that balanced discussion isn't had a lot of times. It's just like, listen. You, you, you want to like, It's like, I don't want to hear it because... I don't want to have a conscious when I'm about to get it down. Like, like, I, like you remember, I gave you an example, right? I see this girl shaking. She's yeah. gorgeous and everything, mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm looking ten steps ahead. I'm yeah. an African lion, about to get with this shaky white girl. Right. What if she dies in my hands? Right. Because I'm I'm gonna be throwing. You know, I'm gonna yeah. be man. It's gonna be a forceful interaction. Yeah. Yeah, so I I, I I I I use math, right? I use you know logic. I was yeah. like, man, I'm I'm not gonna do it, you know. Yeah. And what's this? Here's the irony of this whole thing. All the the buddies that I knew who did things on the first day and stuff like that. Guess what? Guess what? what all of them had in common. All of them. They what? always had some problems down there. Mm. Either mm. something flaming, yeah. where it's painful, they can't pee well, they go to the doctor, Listen. nothing, no cure. Now, think about this you going seven years with a burning sensation where you have a hard time peeing, it's, it's always hurting. 
Yeah. Who wants to have that kind of life? But guess what? I still smash though. That's the thinking. But then you're, and and that's why I'm like, yo, dudes need to really evaluate these different lifestyles. Like, be <laughs> don't be biased. Evaluate <laughs> all of the facts, all all the all of them. And, <laughs> and again, that's why it comes comes to the point where I just stop 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 talking. I just throw throw jokes here and there. That's yeah. all I do. I'm just yeah. like, hey. It's not no, it's gonna come around. You you're gonna be back. You guess what? Like I say, the, there's always a reset conversation. Don't worry, because we're under this pandemic, right? Once the whole Kevin Samuels uh, mood is calms down, you know, everybody moves on. Guess what's gonna come back? Marriage, because one of his mainstream <laughs> talking about marriage, it's gonna come back. Don't worry, Gabe. I'm not you the one, but, but, and that's the thing. I don't think I've ever come from the position like everybody need, needs to be married. It's no. been like, hey, this is my experience and this is what I've seen. But no, because you remember, like, you remember it, there was it. You, the anomaly. How <laughs> dare you come and tell us about marriage? Are you here? <laughs> we are here seeing the reality of things, man. Come on. You just want out of a million, man. Let us pop it up in peace. Come on, get out of here. See, that's a weird thing too, because it's like this: you're perfect. You 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 think you're perfect, and I'm like, what? And, and they're like, what is your problem? Like, do you have any issues? I'm like, what you trying to trauma bond with me or something? Like, I'm like, <laughs> trauma bond. <laughs> like, you want me to like open up my uh, art? What's the thing? Crab crabs in a bucket. Like, yeah. You you, you, you like, uh, welcome to the club. You're one of us now. Like, I don't actually waiting for that to happen. Think about this. Think, think about sinister and how wild that people be like, you know what? Or uh, like one one person in this space that say, I hope it's true. <laughs> yeah. 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 I hope it's true. <laughs> yes. yes. I hope it happens. <laughs> and that's crazy. And that's and, and that's the thing. I'm like, I'm not about to like tell you about the inner workers of my like. I don't because think about it, right? We jump on a panel and dudes are asking you about very personal things. It's just yeah. like, really, like, like how I'm many about wives to you have? You have a side chick. Like, how many partners is your has your how wife had? You last in bed five seconds, ten seconds. All of that, all of that, and they just expect you to reveal this, like, like divulge this information to them because yeah. of what? Because it's a Black Metal Sphere panel, like you are a stranger to me, yeah. <laughs> and I am a stranger to you. I don't walk up to people on the corner or on the street and just ask them super personal information, especially when it really isn't asking to really understand somebody. It's asking to to interrogate, to try to yeah. find some fault or some vulnerability, and then they take it and they try to use that and expand upon it to really try to diet diagnose something about you. I'm a police officer. Uh, right. Did you have any uh, any drinks today, sir? Yep. Spread them. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> me your whole life. Because if you tell me your whole life, maybe we can accept. Like it's like a like it's like a um, what is this called? Like you know how in fr fraternities you go yeah, through a hazing. Like a hazing. They, they have to haze you for you to yeah. be accepted. I'm just like yo. Like I like I'm just gonna be. Man, I, I, I've been in this space for. Uh -huh. 11 years since 2009 really? I've seen it all it's crazy it's not new like that's what it proves even it proves the bible even more 
Yeah. There is nothing new. It's a repeat. That I tell you, this whole high value man is yeah. reset conversation. It's gonna come. Look, guess what? To marry, marry being marriage is gonna come back again. Remember, I mean, it was a few months ago that we talked about marriage. Remember that? Sure were. Raleigh was talking about it. Angry man wasn't it? They were talking about it. Guess Not what? Good. Came in and gone. Really? It's come back. SYSBN, they were talking about marriage, marrying outside of their race. That was the yeah. conversation. It went away. Guess what? It's going to come back. You know what else is going to come back in four years? What? Election. Politics. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Red and blue, you know. Red and blue. The and bad guys are voting, you know. Why are you voting what? for the bad guy? What do you think the variable is? Is it when something happens in social pop culture that kind of brings it back up, or is it? It, it comes back to what I said earlier: uh, the domino effect. Because I think it was like the the Dr. Dre situation that kind of sparked off the marriage thing. Yeah, and, yeah. And I the Jeff, Jeff the Kobe right? thing. Remember when Kobe died? Yeah, that was a biggie. That that did start it off because his wife got all the the money or whatever. And yeah. what she and they said, "Oh, that shouldn't have gone to the black community." And I asked. What no. community? What community? I, I live in a gated apartment complex where you have people from all races. Guess what? Guess what? What they call our apartment complex? What they call community? My seed, my family, my wife. Like I'm, I'm leaving everything to my wife. If I, if I depart before her, so look, look at that word community. You know what the word, the the root word of that word, What's common. That? Hmm. Something you have in common. Right. Okay, we have something coming in skin color. True. So guess what? I'm a high value man. You're a low value man. So <laughs> <laughs> hey, so that's a separate because they you, they make you, are, you are blue. You are yeah. blue. I'm red. Yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> but you know what? We need to come together. <laughs> I just, I just think this is something because I don't watch television. Like I don't know the last time I watched, I, I watched television. I think this is, I wouldn't say entertainment, but it's interesting to understand the different dynamics. Because yeah. I don't know if you watch like a long series. Like one thing that really makes series really interesting is the character development. Mm. So seeing characters, understanding the messages, and seeing how that develops over time, that's kind of my major my major mo motivation for just watching and listening <laughs> to a yeah. lot of the conversations. I'm like, I'm seeing, I want to see where this is going to develop and how people are going to evolve. And maybe people will go beyond, right? This, yeah. this type of stuff. And people that were talking junk about Kevin, now they put his name in their, 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 um, they put his name in their videos so they can get yeah. the uh, views. Yeah. I'm, uh, check right. me out. <laughs> yeah. But uh, like like I said, it's a good topic. Well, check this out. I, I want to, uh, you can do it yourself too. Go on Google Trends, right? Yeah. Type in Kevin Samuels mm -hmm. from the uh, November 29th to uh, three days ago, even today. Yeah. It's where he his name is trending at 100%. Wow. Literally, it spiked up like just straight arrow going up and it's not stopping. It's Listen, he has over just on Google, like over nine million results. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, Kevin Samuels Wikipedia. Oh, oh, he has a Wikipedia now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think he had it. He had the Wikipedia for a while now. Yeah, now that he's blowing up, they're adding more stuff on it now. He, he's a public figure now. 
He, he, he's already in. And that's what, remember, DJ Kuda was predicting, say, <clears throat> we're going to have more people who don't know this space are going to come in. And that's why he was saying, hey, y'all need to prepare, get your mics, you know, be professional, get your studio up because oh, yeah. you're going to be having all this traffic and a lot of people, <clears throat> they're not ready. They're going to lose out. You're going to have the winners and losers in this new dynamic change because of yeah. the pandemic. Right. Because pretty much that's the st- like, and that's the standard now, right? The Kevin mm. the Kevin Samuel thing is the standard for this type of space. You know, people yeah. camping up, people having the setup, people having the mics, people having the video quality. All of that is very important, I guess, now to what is marketable to a greater social digital thing. Yeah. So. Hey, if you want to make money, you gotta you gotta take the necessary steps. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, Kevin Samuels is banking, and that's why I say I applaud him. Like some yeah. people, they'll, they'll they'll be you know. I know some people are jealous, of course. I know. But the yeah. same people who talk so much junk about him literally have put his name in their three hundred sixty. Yeah, like I'm like the the flip. The fl- yeah, and, that's, amazing. and that's that character development, yeah, amazing, right? And that's that yeah. development that I'm like. So now that he pops, he's now a part. But when oh. he wasn't popping as much, he was an he outside was, cast out outside. He was the perfume dude. He was yeah. the dude that pretty much allowed women to be have bad behavior. Yeah, he's not bringing them into the space. He just he just came in this space and took off. But now everybody is benefiting from the work that he's done. Does his does their opinion of him change now? Like, like so, all of these different dynamics are things that that I yeah. yeah. You, you, that's what I tell you, I've seen it for eleven years. So it's like you come to a point where it does. It's it's like I call it. It's the same old song. That mm. I think that's where the stage you're coming. You like man, who me? Man, you, you, this is all bullshit. <laughs> oh, it's been that way. Yeah, yeah, because I remember like the early days when like the, so I so I came in through O'Shea when mm. he was in his car and we were friends on like face Facebook and we talked and everything. I used to write for, for the uh Negro Manosphere. The, yeah, uh, I mean you mentioned that blog. So so but me and him involved like we've had a a relationship off camera or off YouTube and whatever. So that was probably like back 2000, what 16, 15 time frame. And then I just kind of just hung around and then he, and he started doing all these other things like the Hall of Game. And I remember there was, man, and, and what's so wild is that everybody used to be together, quote unquote. Like I remember like the, not like even before the Rumbles, it was like, I remember when Man of Tomorrow first came through. He was, yeah, he I was remember. a cool, yeah. chill dude, man. Yeah, I'm he, like, like, it's like he's a the whole different person. Whole different. I'm, I don't know. Maybe he was always who he is now, but that but his what he remember persona. we have to remember yeah. persona you have to play a persona definitely or even like i don't mm, who else i remember when eric erica williams used to be around a lot or even mm-hmm. abl used to be around a whole lot or even um ashley w she was around a whole lot and it was a lot of other people man it's just different now but it's cool yeah and i remember remember when uh um uh, Kevin Samuels used to have like less than eleven thousand uh, kids, oh, yeah. forever, like years ago. Yeah, it was this. Yeah, <laughs> guess how I found out about him? Huh? He had a video about how to grow your 
schlang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He did. That's all fun. He said ten, 10 food that you should eat. <laughs> he did. I I remember that. I remember that. But 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 the thing about him is that he kept changing. Yeah. Because he started off as like the image consultant. Yeah. So he was very much yeah, about man, yeah. brothers with, with cologne and clothes yeah. and everything. That was always his thing. And yeah, then, then he started to switch up. Yeah, like yeah, I think like, he, he was promoted him, O'Shea promoted him, all those guys promoted mm-hmm. him. But then he would get pushback from I think like angry angry man because he was like, I'm not putting on the suit. So that's been like his the biggest. You know, yeah, push yeah, push back, yeah. and, and people were saying he was, you, you know, funny or whatever, you hey. know. And, but then, like the Fantastics and all that, and Ramils and all that, they they were, he didn't. That was more recent, right? That was like last yeah. last year. Last year, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, it's it's been what less than fifteen months. Right, right. And watch this, twenty twenty one. Even uh, shout out to DJ Kuda, that he mentioned it. Yeah. But he was saying more about the candles and everything. Don't be surprised if all our regular Manosphere guys <laughs> are coming up with suits on. Well, this happened, right? Bernard Riley, he kind of yeah. took took a bit of that too, right? The suits yeah. and the jackets and kind of having the, the first one so yeah. Everybody else is gonna follow suit, right? Hey, right. I, I may pull that too. I'm just waiting so I can get my once I get my jawline, then I'll start carrying yeah. <laughs> And then I think Obsidian is 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 trying to follow a similar path, right? He's yeah, because before he would he didn't show anything. Mm-hmm. So you know, and that again, those are those dy- dynamics and those character developments where I just kind of sit back, like I'm literally like I've worked in front of a computer and I have like two or three screens up at multiple like at the same time. So mm-hmm. I'm like Typically, like, got one, one screen for some YouTube or something that I'm listening to, and the other two are work. So I am very e- easy to tune in to the mm. this time on the Black Metal Sphere. <laughs> yeah. so, but, you know, in a way, I look at them like, you know, what's interesting? Just yeah. to show you how maybe it's a man thing. Like, yeah, we're going to punch each other in the face. But at the end of the day, if one of us score, we're like, you know what? We're on the same team, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And we were just punching each other in the face, bleeding everything, and then one of us picks it, the basketball and throws it. You know, at the last second, scores. Right. We forget what we we were just punching each other in the face. And know? that's why. That's why it's like, why were we punching each other? <laughs> like, 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 why were we doing that? Maybe we people just can't even, people can't even re- remember why they were punching each other. Yeah, yeah. It, it, what is it? Let bygones be bygones because exactly we're now, right? And guess what? Everybody's gonna be getting mics. Everybody's gonna. They're not gonna. Yeah. Can you hear? They're gonna be like, "Hello, how's everybody yeah. doing? Welcome to my channel." Yeah. <laughs> everybody's gonna be. A lot of that was brought on too by the pandemic and making everybody kind of have a digital type of representation of themselves. So I think that, I think it was eventual that people were going to get better equipment, but yeah. I think that the pandemic pushed it even faster, yeah, right? It, it did, yeah. It accelerated it because everybody, I mean, I don't think anybody has a meeting now in work where they have, can't be on Zoom or Teams or WebEx or any of these streaming platforms, right? Except truck drivers. Right. That, yeah. So it's just a, like a necessity now. Like even for my work, like, I went. I was in DC last week for a, for a week, but I don't think I have to travel at all until next summer, maybe. 
<laughs> so all yeah. of my work will literally be in the, like remote every everything Man, I, do. I would love to work from online why so i can be around the world like i want to do yeah. things you know overseas and stuff like that like yeah. like you know all that stuff but do it, man. you can do it because you know i gotta work physically here so 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 i'm i'm able to do this regular job like my day-to-day consulting job but also the the teaching during during the evening so like it's like super duper possible and then the stuff with my houses like that just kind of does its own thing so and i'm in school too right remotely yeah, multitasking like, man like, you how can really have huh how many brains do you have i don't know i just have one man i just <laughs> I'm, i'm just right in that i'm using death as that motivator to go after different opportunities that's right that's right you know so you gotta have a vision and uh, you know oh absolutely steps to 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 do it man yeah it's not easy and like that's it's why I, you know i have so many ideas but it's like slowly but surely you know i got my younger brother like we're like i guess we're waiting uh because he's he's, he's gonna build me a, a computer right yeah. but uh one of the graphic cards he said that there's a new one that's coming out and he's like what's the point of getting a, a crappy one when we can just wait for the new graphics to come out which will come on next year and then he's gonna build it for me he's like I don't want to build a computer and then have something that's weak where we get the brand new faster and more advanced coming out soon. So, well, listen, don't, don't wait, buy it already made, like buy, buy one. So you're waiting for something faster. Like he, he already got the, 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 the parts and everything. He's just waiting for that one piece. And then he's going to build it. Yeah. How long is it going to take for him to build it? Uh, I don't know. It depends. He built his own computer too. So, Basically, yeah. I told him, I'm like, I'm gonna pay you so he can build the same thing you build on yours. Yeah. Like he built, he used the the water cooler where you don't hear any noise. And so I'm not against that, right? And I th- and I think it does teach right people how to do certain things and with computers or or understanding the inner workings of computers when you put them together. But the thing about it is that it takes time. Yes. It takes time to build a computer correctly because then you have to troubleshoot things when you run into issues. Mm-hmm. I don't I haven't even tried to build a computer and uh, I'm in te- <laughs> I've been in tech for years. And I'm just <laughs> like, I need my time. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like I like my time is more like, important. I'll pay for somebody else to do it than me. Absolutely. Because if you pay for somebody else to do it, that gives you time to actually be able to execute on your goal. Right. Time is money, right? Time is definitely money. Yeah. all the time that's why you pay it you do, you do. <laughs> i do that all the time man because i'm like i'm not about to like we were moving right so we moved from pitts pittsburgh to uh here in toledo ohio and i'm like how much time would it take for me to have to load everything have to drive everything over have to unpack and then unload and i'm like that's energy and that's that's time Man, I hired movers to 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 unpack our like I pretty much put everything into a to a box. Hired movers to take everything, put it in the truck. I got in the truck, drove. Now hired movers to unpack everything and bring it to my apartment. All I had, all I did was pack and unpack. That's all I did. Cause I'm like, it would be so much time and effort into doing everything myself. So hey, speaking about Kevin Samuels, I just saw I just got uh-huh. two notification. One from Obsidian and one from another YouTuber. Guess who, you. who's the name of the title? Ke- that's what I say. Anybody who's smart, anybody listening, 
Yeah. You want your channel to get popping? I don't know if I'll do it on mine because mine, I focus more about health and stuff like that. But yeah, if you want your channel popping, put Kevin Samuels on that's the title. It. Well, you know, that's that's what happened with uh, Jessica, right? Because it's like as soon as that Will Smith and that yeah. Jada thing came out, she had a stream that came up, and that was pretty much, I guess. Yeah, what got her. Yeah, what got her, her initial, I guess, pop popularity. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, people jump on the trends, and that's how social media works, right? Mm. And it's all mm. based on algorithm. People are going to be searching the most popular trends, and those trends are going to come up more in the Google algorithm or in the YouTube algorithm. So, me, I have an, I have an idea. I mm. won't use, well, it's a secret, but I'm like, I uh -oh. don't want to put any attention more from that perspective on this channel but that sure something interesting will happen in the future it's gonna be tremendous <laughs> what do you mean like what <laughs> it, hey just technologically it, or something no, it, it's gonna be you 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 i'll let you okay, since you you have a lot of haters i'll let you know in advance when they come close that way okay. you you're gonna be probably one of the only people who are gonna know okay. what's going on and you're probably gonna be laughing, but I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> I believe it, man. I believe it. You gotta play with it, you know. You gotta play it. You can't talk to me too much because I might actually. And this is some news. Actually, last week I had interviewed for a role with uh, Google, um, so Ooh. I might be going over, man. Might be going. So you can't talk to me too much because you know Google owns YouTube. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That means that you're gonna disappear from here. Uh, possibly, I don't know what I would do, but it's a yeah. manager. It's, I hope it is. Uh, it's not coming as Gabe. Hey, you just come in as Derek Jackson, or <laughs> <laughs> Derek Jackson. Yeah, I might change change it up, maybe. But yeah, bye. Congratulations, advance. It was. A, let me tell you, the final interview was four back to back to back to back interviews with multiple interviewers and panels, and people are just testing you and questioning you. It's it's pretty strenuous because you have to literally study for the interview. And um, did they pull uh, some of the streams? They say, uh, "Can you explain no, that you were on a Ramiro Mills uh, streams talking about about promoting marriage? Where Google, we are against marriage. We are all about pumping dumping. We are going with Ramiro. Listen, they don't. I don't. I don't think they look at any of that information. But I don't say anything no. crazy. Like I don't say. Yeah. In, I don't know. I don't promote anything that would cause me to be in trouble or anything yeah. but yeah, they probably didn't look at it but uh yeah the, if you were to join the fbi or the cia or definitely yeah. be like uh watching one of those black identity extremist uh, groups <laughs> <laughs> i've had a secret clearance before and i work, work, work for government uh entities so i worked for dod for a, a long time like five mm -hmm. years so, oh, hey, guess what? The people, they're going to hear, they'll be like, oh, here you go bragging again, man. You exactly. hate that. <laughs> but look, think about it, man. But think about it. Wouldn't they like that, though, right? Wouldn't, like, wouldn't oh, that be man, Don't tell me you, you were Aquaman also in Atlantis. Apparently. Apparently. Like, wouldn't that be something that we'd be like, man, that's a dope thing. No. That's something no. that black men are out here doing. Because you, you know. Be all the all traits. You, you, you're a liar. You, you, they you hate liar. They you're not high value because <laughs> because let me tell you who I get a lot of props props from people outside of my community or the black quote unquote. Mm. They mm. love man. They love me. Yeah. Oh, Gabe, 
You shouldn't have said that. What's that? Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Coon, coon, coon. Coon Gabe. Super cool, what? I'm telling you. I am telling you. Man, I almost, man, there were times, man, I almost got married, married off to like my manager's daughter. Oh, 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 uh, swirling. I used to go down to Mexico, man. My first job out of college. I literally, I work, I work for four. As Somebody taking notes, just know that. Sure, are. like listen, it's all on my resume. Listen, yeah. you don't have to take, take take notes. It's all on my resume. So, I, so, so I used to work work for Ford as an engineer, a wire harness design engineer. So pretty much, we designed stuff in Michigan. We would travel down to Mexico. This was 2012. We traveled down to Mexico to make to make sure that what we were designing was what was what they were manufacturing. So I would used to be all over Mexico all the time. And, mm-hmm. and they wanted like I was the only black person anywhere I went. Yeah. The only one. And those Mexican women, they used to try to be all over. But I was like, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, wa- they wanted um, that they wanted a uh, woolly hair baby. Yeah. And they're no, little. No, 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 Gabe, you're yeah. actually correct. That's why I love Mexico. Yeah. That one chick over there. Uh, yeah, like. She wanted a black baby. A lot of them do. Wow. Like a lot of them do. She loves, you know, chocolate. Because you know the thing about it is that they're very like little people. Like I'm yeah. I'm like around six, six foot or just about like right mm. five eleven to six, something like that. Yeah, so you're like, abnormal. I'm, huh? Abnormal. Like it's it's uncommon. I am a giant there, man. Like and they they just look they're just little people, especially the women. Hey, speaking like, of about that, that really that what you just mentioned that enforces the black pill that women always want the tall jawline. Apparently, man. Yeah. <laughs> so you should feel happy. <laughs> I I've, I've had opportunity to engage in that stuff, but I've never. It was never part of me. Never been a part of me, man. Like I've always been, just like you, like a strong Bible believer. And I'm just like, man, I don't. You you don't know know why you didn't do it. Uh, You didn't have the mouthpiece. Apparently, apparently, you were just all about the trick. Man, man, let me see if I got some pictures. Hold on, let me see. I I've been (laughs) had mouth mouth. Let me see pictures. I think I got pictures of when I was uh when when I used to go down to Mexico. I I used to go down to a place called Chihuahua. Have you heard of that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm I had to go to Chihuahua all the time. And I would stay there for weeks and weeks and weeks because what I had to do is that I had to make sure that um, our data or our plants were good enough to... Um, oh, here we go. Oh, you you got it on, that, on your Instagram, right? Uh, no, th- this one's on my, face, my Facebook. Oh, okay. I see it. Let me... Can you see my screen? Yeah, I see it. Hold on. This was one from the hotel room. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. It, it, it okay. So I stayed at um. I forget man, the name nice. of this. Yeah, it was super duper nice, man. It was beautiful. It, it was it warmer beautiful. because I know some places in Mexico, like if it's up in the mountain area, it would be nice, like Mexico City. But if you go like mm-hmm. places like down south, like further down, you go down where it's like like I think Chihuahua is more Europe. central. Yeah, I think Chihuahua oh. is more central. Yeah. Okay. So that means so the weather was nice. Oh, look, Asian. Yeah, I know. I, I randomly found some uh, Asian family there at a church I went to, and they took me in, and they just just fed me, and I had a good time, man. And nice, that, man. That was the guy that was ex- that was escorting me 
me around. Um, Eduardo. Yeah, so he was just taking me, me, me around everything. He was having a good time. Look at his, his dog. Yay. Hey, hey. I don't know. Listen, she was she was cool, but I wasn't. I was, so Eduardo literally brought her to me. And I was just like, man, I guess. You see, he was trying to introduce you. Yeah. We was like, listen, we was. <laughs> I know the, the message. <laughs> oh, this, this. <laughs> was it defeat defeat uh, receipts? Yeah, he's sitting there just like like thinking he was the man. He's married now. Yeah, man. Man, she's gorgeous. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. And it, it looks like she was ready for marriage too. So yes, she yeah. she was. Man, but she, you know, I wasn't with it. She, man. Her 30s? she looked like she's uh, like in her 30s. There, so here I was like 20. Man, I had to be 22, 23. So mm -hmm. I don't know how she was. This ain't had nothing to do with me because I because yeah. I wasn't interested. She was just cool and it was a new ex new experience. Yeah. So you know, yeah, man. I was just I was just man, I was just getting around, man. Yeah, and that's what I tell brothers to travel because what happened is 13. That was yeah. 2013. Man, that's only been seven years ago. That's it. That's it. Man. Yeah, man. That's <laughs> no, but like, like I said, that experience, what it does, it, it open your mind. You got to, yeah. it, I would say sometimes some experiences, when you're given certain choices, that's, I call it the crossroads. Yeah. And once you make that crossroad, that's when you become who you wanted to. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, what they do is they talk about the crossroad, but when the crossroad comes, mm -hmm. if they basically back down because they don't want to peak. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. They you just always have a way to go, like you said earlier. Mm -hmm. That's true, man, man. That's that's nice, man. I When I went yeah. to Mexico City, I went to the small town, uh, Tepozlan. It's like yeah. a mountain where we climbed up. Like, man, like... My legs were hurting after I went back to the hotel. That was in Mexico too? Yeah, Mexico City. Yeah, like it's like an hour from Mexico City going down south. It's like in the mountainous area. Yeah. And it was very nice and chilly when we okay. got there. And uh, I wore like a, like an African, like a black African thing that looked like the Black Panther. So yeah. when I got up there, all the locals, they were looking at me and I had my Afro, you know, my hair like Afro like. Yeah, and I realized that they were looking at me because of Black Panther, and I when I did I the kind of forever, all of them started jumping. crazy <laughs> because <laughs> they, you know they didn't speak English. Yeah. So me doing that sign was the communication that I understood what they were thinking about. They started yeah. laughing like that's they, funny. Yeah, he, he got it. He understands us. Yeah, that's what's <laughs> up, man. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I, I, I can't. I want to go back again, but uh, I was supposed. I went there in February. Yeah, and then I wanted to go back in March. Then you know the pandemic happened. It always does, right? Something always stops. Yes, but but, but yeah, Mexico is a cool place, man. It is. It is. I used to go down yeah. to Juarez. Right? I used to stay right there in El Paso, or yeah, yeah, Juarez, right? Like yeah. Juarez is on the other side. Oh yeah, yeah. And it was like war zone, right? Because that's right there at the border. So that but, you know, I, I tell people it's propaganda. Why? Because uh -huh. the whole thing is, if you're not part of the whole thing, look, yeah. I I live here in Houston. They've, there's there are gangs here. There's stuff here. But guess what? I don't see none of that. Why? Because I'm not part of it. 
the whole yeah. thing. If you stay away, because I guess what those people who are in that lifestyle, they know who to deal with and yeah. they know who to let go. Meaning they're not gonna bother if you're not part of life. So guess what? When they when it's bang bang, they're gonna deal with who's part of the bang bang. You yeah. have nothing to do with it, they don't care. So right. I always tell people, even my homie, he, he he was born and raised in El Paso, he's Mexican of origin, but American. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, I'm like, I told him, I'm like, look, I've seen war. I'm like, I tell him this whole thing about the cartel, it's all propaganda to make you, the regular people, get scared for what they're doing under the radar. Because uh, it's all part of it's it's all smokescreen. Because if it was that bad, why do they have the border patrol still open, letting Mexicans coming in to sell stuff? Well, see, that's true. And here's another thing uh, a lot of Mexican-Americans were doing, bro, mm -hmm. is small ones. Now, think about this. Juarez from uh, El Paso border to Juarez, it's about, you know, 30 minutes, meaning you cross over, you're already on the other side of the city, right? So let's say uh, you were a school teacher in El Paso. You wake up in the morning, but you live in Juarez, right? So you, you pay Mexican rent, <laughs> you cross over in the morning, you cross over the border, you show your ID because coming in, it's easy. Going yeah. out, I mean, if you're going to Mexico, that's where you get because you, you have to show your paperwork, right? Yes. Uh, as uh, Actually, going out to Mexico, it's easier as a U.S. citizen, but coming back in as a Mexican is hard. But if you're a yeah. U.S. citizen, easy access, right? Much, so, much easier. Yeah. Yeah. So he, uh, the one that I know, she worked in uh, El Paso getting American salary as a teacher, which is about what, forty-five to fifty thousand dollars a bit. Yeah, usually, like that. That, forty-five mm -hmm. between fifty-six thousand a year. Mm -hmm. But she lived in Mexico. Yeah. Now watch this. Buying a home in Mexico is cheap. You can buy a fifty thousand dollar home, or you could get an apartment. Paying four hundred, five hundred dollars a month. Yeah, high end uh, apartment. Oh, 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 yeah. Because the pesos. When I used to go down there, yeah. I think for every thirteen pesos it was a dollar. Guess so what it is yeah. now. One what year dollar. It's about twenty one pesos. Wow. And during the pandemic, when it happened, it went as high as one US dollar was twenty five pesos, bro. That's I wish crazy. I would have gone when it was like that, man. Because we went back. Me and my wife had went to Cozumel. In Mexico, and it was still thirteen dollars uh, to every dollar. I mean, thirteen pesos to every dollar. Yeah, and now was. it's twenty. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. When I went to Mexico last year, yeah, uh, it was one dollar. When I was at the airport, I exchanged it to eighteen pesos yeah. per dollar. Right? Yeah, I went to a fancy Mexican restaurant mm -hmm. where the equivalent of the fancy and the steak that I ate. Here in America, I would have paid probably close to $30 to $35 for the yeah. meal. In Mexico, I pay close to $11. Wow. It was a nice steak, too. Wow. <laughs> it was a nice steak. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I discovered a lot, man, like, mm -hmm. just imagine being like you, having a stream of income, yeah. working from home. You can work from home anywhere around the world. You could be in, in Africa, you could anywhere. be in China. Anywhere. All you need is too, as a like like look at me and my wife, like we desire to live internationally for some time yeah. while we 
because she's so so she's finishing school for to be a nurse anesthetist so she can work anywhere so that's yeah. like an advanced practice nurse the nurses that help with the anesthesiologists so yeah. she's just about to be huh yeah. i said they don't have to be there they can just they get don't. absolutely and they can be anywhere like they can work everybody needs and there's hospitals everywhere in the world and everybody needs a nurse. yeah yeah so, but then I can keep my same job because we also have practices in like the middle, like we have offices in the Middle East in my organization. We have uh, in Australia. So we were looking like last year, we had went to Singapore too. And Singapore is absolutely beautiful, man. Yeah. And, but, but they're very big on education. So they're like one of yeah. the most educated nations in the world and very like, like yeah. it's, 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 I mean, if you've ever been to Singapore, it's so beautiful, man. It is absolutely, and, and it's probably cleaner than any yeah, high-end country in the world. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It used, so, to be, it used to be third world country. Like, used to, yep. uh, like back in the day, it was first before last to my country. Like, Congo mm -hmm. was before, like, of all the poorest country, like, you know, wow. and dirty. Congo was before last, and Singapore yeah. was last. They are. Beautiful. They have come up because they are. I mean, it's an absolutely beautiful place. I think now even their currency is more than ours, and yeah. and and their passport is pretty much worth the same. <laughs> like you can go anywhere in the world. Yeah. So um, we were thinking about Singapore as the place, or maybe even Amsterdam because we really like Amps Amsterdam too. So Singapore, there's a lot of uh, American expats over there, like a lot of people who make money. Because remember, like you said. <clears throat> Uh, Singapore is very advanced, and the Wi-Fi, the internet over there is yeah. awesome. So, yes, yeah. and it's also a, a, a path where like you can get to Malaysia, you can get to Indonesia easily, you can get to Australia, you can get to a lot of those East Asian countries very, very easily from a hub there in Singapore. So, yeah, man. Hey, I'm. I'm hey, I see myself one day yeah. where I'm gonna be making streams of income from the yeah. online, and that way I can be free. I mean, it's gonna happen because that's yeah. how life is moving towards anyway. You know, real estate is a big one with yeah. that, right? So I think that um, so since I mean, around that that time that I showed you in the picture, I was actually in the process of purchasing my first home, my first rental property. Yeah. So back then, yeah, huh? in Mexico or here, uh, here, here in the U.S. Yeah. And then since since then, I was able to get four four more. So that rental property is able to just generate its own income. You don't have to be anywhere, right? Yeah. So that's that that can be something that you look into and invest invest in because it's it's great. And I, I feel I'm like sorry, man, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like I may end up Mexico. Like I fell in love with Mexico so hard. Nice. My family they say they say. We have a feeling that you're gonna end up with a Mexican woman. That's fine. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'll prefer to, you know, marry my own. But I'm like, man, I finally love. Like, I really want to learn Spanish. I just don't have time. Like me, for me yeah. to learn a language, I have to be surrounded by everybody yeah. speaking. And, and, and you will, man. In those places, you, 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 because that's all people were, were were speaking. So I learned. Like I could understand, stand them to some level. Like especially when they were like just speaking. They taught me a lot of slang stuff to to say, so I was just rolling with them and rolling with other people, and it was it was a pretty cool experience. But yeah, I think they learned. They will force me. They will force me to use they my mouthpiece. Ah, uh, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, "Hola, cómo estás, chica? ¿Qué es? You know, uh, uh, what's it? Uh, numero? Uh, 
uh, something something you know be like hey, man like the job that i was working with they gave us process on for free so i knew how to say like basic stuff like donde estas baño like where's the bathroom or if i want to order food i knew like yeah. leches like milk and, and, milk favor, and aqua yeah, oil, yeah like chicken and all that type like, of stuff. So I can understand generally. Yeah. Because I speak French, I think uh, like some words in Spanish. Uh, yeah. It would be perfect. And the thing about it is that um, just like we were talking about before, so much of that communication is done through body language. Like doing that. Phys- yeah. Like So you can understand somebody based upon their body language, how their eyes are looking at you, their yeah. body position, and they're open or friendly. Sure, people can kind of trick you with that, but a lot of times, if they're like earnest, you'll be able to understand what they're saying yeah. based upon a lot of that nonverbal communication. Yeah, and uh, it, it usually it's human nature when they account a foreigner that they want to put their best face forward all the time. So it, like, you can use it in your advantage. Like when I was in Mexico, right? You know, like you said earlier, right? The U.S. is powerful. This is one thing I learned. Maybe some of the people who will be listening to this, you can learn this, right? Yeah. Like uh, generosity. Yes, it is customary for somebody who's a guest in someone's home to be served. Mm-hmm. But I think one thing I learned about being in America is about, uh, yeah, people can serve you, but you have to be rewarding. So, but me, I'm a naturally generous person. It's it's yeah. part of my character, right? Yes. So some of my homie, I mean, the the girl that I went, you know, over there. Some of the uh, the teacher, you know, she's a teacher. We went out to drink and stuff like that. So we were drinking, having a good time. <clears throat> I learned this years ago. Treat people well and leave mm-hmm. them on. After mm-hmm. buying, you know, the nice drinks and stuff like that. You know, they got what they, they usually like. You know what I did? I told her, I'm like, it's going under my tab. She was like, no, no, no. You don't have to, please. Yeah. please. I'm, like, no. I'm like, no, no. <clears throat> I'm like, I'm doing this because I'm having fun. I'm like, don't worry. I'm like, I know what I'm doing. And when they told the couple, you know, the other people that I covered, they like they came to me, they're shaking my head, they say, Oh, you didn't have to do that. They're yeah. like, You are a guest, you came, this is our home. We we're supposed to take care of it. I'm like, No, thank you. I'm like, you guys already did en- enough. You know, you're helping yeah. me, you show me around. And I learned that why. I haven't gone back. Guess what? They're like, Hey, where is that guy coming back? You know, he you know, he was nice and all that stuff, right? Why? Because the next time I go back, I don't have to do anything. Yeah. They're going to go beyond when it comes to service to take care of me. I know how people are. Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand that. Sometimes you have to be the, you have to be the one to make the first step. Sacrifice a little bit because to me, that money is nothing. Why? Because yeah. I'm coming from, you know, America, USA, yeah. currency, you know, it's powerful. Relationship is more them, I'm not treating them like they're poor. No, I'm showing respect because they, they, they show me respect by you know being help being my tour guy. So I was like, you know, here's my my thank you, my uh, my uh, because some people they do after they do all that, they don't do even anything, you know what I mean? So relationship is more than that dollar, yeah. yeah it's yeah. more than the dollar, yeah. You that's why I was like, this was a gesture, and guess what. She did the next day when we were because I was there for like six days. We okay. went out to eat somewhere. Guess what? She was like, I'm taking care of everything. You don't have to do it today. I was okay. That's fine. That's, 
That's so nice. <laughs> yeah. But I, I had to to learn that. And, uh, and I think, like you were saying earlier, you know, body language is way different than talking to someone online because that person, all I ever know was just talking to online, maybe on the phone, but actually being yeah. present and actually having a conversation is way different. Mm. You know? And I was, she took me to her school because she teaches English. Man, it was fun. All the parents, they were looking at me, you know, like dark skin. I was like the only black person in, 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 in the whole city of Mexico at that, at that moment. Because <laughs> I don't think we got on there very often. Yeah. I don't think I've yeah. That's, that's another thing I'm going to complain. You see more black people in the south of Mexico, like towards Acapulco. Why? Because yeah. Guatemalans, most of them are black. Yeah, Hondurans and all the yeah. The, so you saw a lot of us. You know, they speak Spanish, but they look like us. But like North Mexico, Mexican border, Mexico City, no black people to be around. That's why you're like a, a commodity. Yeah, because if you go to some of those cities, it's pretty much just like industrial environments, right? Yeah. It's just uh, plants and yeah. warehouses. But and I like yeah. small towns. And you yeah. know what I saw in Teposlan, the mountain place. Oh. Yeah white couples like retirees like retired we're talking with look i'm like these you know they learn a little local but they were speaking perfect american english they all look they're over there chilling bro they're getting many americans in that small it's like a village so many that the property started to rise but not to like to a point where it's not affordable but for the economy, for the local economy, those people who sell the, the, the properties, they started raising the price because they start noticing a, a rise in number of American expats moving mm. over there, buying properties. So I was like, an American, you know, if you're old, especially if you're a military person and you retire from the military, why would you want to live in America? Go to Mexico. Oh, freaking Mexico just next door. Don't go to Canada. You, 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 Canada is trash. Go to Mexico. One thing is about twenty pesos. I, I was gonna say there's yeah. I think your money does travel further in Mexico, but I think that Canada. I wouldn't say it's not dirty, but the quality of life isn't the same. You, you know, it's like um, yeah. I know the sewage system is a little different in the food yeah. quality. At times, if you're looking for some diversity, like you have to go top top notch to get super duper quality food or you have to go out into like the farm area to get like quality. But, yeah, I do think it's a more viable option if you're trying to just have your money stretch further. Yeah. So and uh, and plus, I love like I always say I love going to the locals like I know, like in Mexico City, like most people, they'll go like the typical tourist area. But no, I like to go. I like to go where. People can barely speak English, so I can force myself to communicate, use my uh, translator and, you know, like you say, body language, hand signs and stuff like that. Why? Because it gets you out of, I think, go, uh, that's what they say. Whenever you travel, you raise your IQ. Why? Because it's a change. Uh, it's an experience. It's a new experience. Why? Because you put in a position where you actually have to use your brain to communicate it's like a muscle it's like an exercise where you have no like it's not here where everybody speaks your language you you're not working that mind that, that part of your brain but when you're exposed to a place where you have to use it now you you're gonna be oh, okay uh 
how do you say this? And then when you're processing, translating, you're working your mind. It's an exercise. You're talking to people who don't have your same background. So you're also gaining a lot of perspective, yes. right? You're not really, they, there is not your norm. So probably one of the first things that I do is I'm I'm always asking questions. Sometimes my wife is like, it's like, why are you asking them so many questions? They're going to think we're weird or something. I'm like, I'm just trying to understand the, I'm trying to get our bearings, right? Mm -hmm. Trying to understand where to go, try to understand some of the culture, things that are accepted and things that are not accepted, understand the thing, like what's the primary economy of this particular place. So when we went to Indonesia, because we went to Bali, I'm asking all types of questions about religion and everything to the, like the driver, you know, and it was just a really like enriching experience, man. It was yeah. really cool. Enriching I love experience. traveling. Like, I, uh, I've met people from all over. Some people I never got a chance to meet. We only saw them on Facebook and it stuff. Never, you know? Yeah. But man, I'm like, if I was making what I make with my job, but doing it online, man, I wouldn't be living here. Hell yeah. no. I'll be living overseas. Make the switch, man. Make the switch. <laughs> yeah. That, and that, that's, that's, that's my goal, man. Like, uh, you for making the switch now. Uh, Hey, this job, like I have to switch. Basically, trucking is like my main stream of income. But uh, you know, uh like what would, said, what would but, require you to get into some type of re remote type of role? Like what would be the requirements? Like what would you need to do? Uh I mean something simple, like for example, uh I I you know, I've published my book. I'm even trying to work, make like a commercial that I I can stop promoting it. Like say uh my children's book that I published, right? Let's say uh it stopped picking up steam where this I'm making an average sales of three thousand a month oh, from just selling my books. Why work? Why work my job? Like I'm already making money online. You know what I mean? How Did do you get to that point? Or how how do you think that you you can get to that point? Like what do you need to um, do? Marketing, I have to market that those books uh, as, as hard as I can. Like marketing yeah. consultant, that's mm -hmm. it, right? A marketing consultant to give you pretty much a like you can get a you can hire a marketing consultant for a couple hundred dollars or whatever, right? And ask them mm -hmm. for maybe a timeline or necessary steps. Like, so they'll probably have you sign up for Google ads, they'll probably have you create multiple accounts on different places and give you some like tools that that'll allow you to your message and your books to go further yeah okay marketing consultant and they'll give you a time a timeline and things so yeah i think like, i i really need to because they you know the project is very uh it's high quality like everybody yeah. who bought that book or they they, they, they looked at it they, like the feedback they say they say wow they say it's gloss like uh when i made uh when i the, the company that i use uh, I wanted to use the highest quality to make a children's book, so right, uh, right, it cost a bit of money because everything I did it from my own pocket, yeah. and uh, the paperback version is like $15, but the hardcover is like 25 because it's, it's expensive to make it. Because you know, so it's not like a business loan, like you start an LLC and you apply for some type of business loan, maybe through I a bank, have. yeah, I, I could have, like, that way I can. Uh, was it buying bulk? But the good thing about it is, it's uh, I use a company where basically, uh, when someone orders from them, that's when they make it. Ah, uh, I see. I, yeah, like uh, that way it makes it easier. Instead of me 
having it like at a warehouse, the only way, like uh, basically, if the volume start to increase, then like uh, the paperback copy they send it to Amazon. So yeah. once that one picks traffic, then what will happen is uh, Amazon is gonna be ordering it from them in their system in bulk as a reserve in the warehouse, just in case somebody orders it, orders it. So that way, you know how Amazon, they would like to be on yeah. time. So that's what happens. Like that's how the contract is. If an item is getting busy, what will happen is Amazon will basically yeah, deal. I'm familiar. Yeah. They're going to be like, Hey, okay. Uh, we have a volume of 10,000 copies per, per uh, three months. So may have, send us 10,000 so we can spread it out in our warehouse just in case we, you know, make sales. Have you, you know? consider the audio book version too? Uh, I could, and I didn't hire, hire uh, Jessica X to narrate it for you. <laughs> hey, like a lady. Like a utilize what we have. Like it, it's like, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, how many pages I have? I think it's 23 pages. It's basically, uh, it, the, the book is called, uh, Famous Babies and Introduction to the Bible is basically uh uh let me see if I can put it up on Amazon. Oh, man. Uh, man, churches are prime targets or prime customer, like a good yeah. cus customer base for a children's book or a Bible book. You, you know what's interesting? I, I I took like 16, I think 16 or 20 uh copies of my book and I sent it to like different pastors. Some of them were local and some of them, you know, non-pastor. I never got wow. any feedback. I was like, wow, that's interesting. Is this recent? Uh, I think it was two years ago when I did that. Okay. Yeah. But because I, I I wanted to make like I wanted to make sure because sometimes when you send to like a pastor, well, it go to the administration, right? And they probably I'm, have to look at it. I'm but sorry, I man. I actually got to jump off, man. I got to get to something that I forgot. Oh, yeah. Completely go ahead, Hey, go ahead. <laughs> man, I'll definitely check in with you next time you go live. All right. Oh, yeah. Thanks, man. Hey, thank you. We had a great conversation. Great combo. Oh, Anytime, man. All right. Marriage is life. <laughs> All right, man. All right. Talk to you later. Yeah. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> All right. That was Brother Gabe. He came by uh, to, you know, check up on me. Yeah. <laughs> That was an interesting conversation. I was about to leave, and uh, he come in. So, shout out to Brother Gabe. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I wanted to show you before I go, uh, since I mentioned to him anyway, he's probably going to catch it. Uh, let me show you the book that I published. Let's see if you can see it. Yeah, there it is. Uh Famous Baby, an introduction to the Bible. I published this three years ago. So the, that's the picture right there. Yeah, that's how I look. So this baby is supposed to be a baby Moses, and that's the Egyptian princess after she picked up the baby from the Nile. And... Everything you see here, I designed all this. That, that's me. I did everything. I, I basically, to finish this project, it took me uh, a month, basically 29 days, where the picture that you see here, I color everything. 
Uh, use color pencil, Prisma color. I trace it with mark, uh, it was a Sharpie marker, and then I color it, scan the picture, clean it up with Photoshop. And uh, basically, I, I didn't use any digital. Like, you know how some people, they would draw digitally? Now, I, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable uh, doing, doing it old school. So what you see here is basically my drawing. That's why you can see even, like, for those of you, I don't know if you can see it because I'm sharing screen. Hold on, let me see if we can see. Yeah, if you can see, it doesn't look like a digital. Like, you can see the pencil marking and everything. So, yeah, that, that was my project from three years ago. Like, this is how it looked like. The back, got the book seat and everything. So, yeah. Some of these probably somewhere out there across the country and around the world in some library somewhere. But uh, that was my project that I worked on. So uh, I'll take uh, Gabe A's advice and, uh, you know, because I thought about even making like a small commercial clip to promote it, like a small video. So, yeah, hey, that's something out there, you know that I got going. That's one thing. And I got music and stuff like that, uh, which I'll get back into once I get my new computer going. So, hey, the future is online. You know, if you can make money online, you could be anywhere around the world. So shout out to the brothers out there who are in IT. Uh, if you love computers, get into IT, uh, especially if it's your passion. You, you know, the way the world is going, if you're in IT, you will never go hungry. You will always have a job and you could work from anywhere around the world. You know, you could be in Africa, you could be in Asia, you could be somewhere in the mountains of Nepal. But as long as you have the Internet, you could work anywhere. And you're just chilling, spreading your money. I mean, think about this. Let's say you have a hundred, you make a hundred thousand dollars a year. US dollar within the United States, and you live in a country where one US dollar equals 50 of their currency. Take 50 times a hundred thousand. What do you have? Five million dollars. So you're high, you, you, you are a half value man in, in that country <laughs> coming from America where you barely, uh, you know, middle class, but over there, when you translate your money into their system you a high value man <laughs> you 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 be good so yeah <laughs> all right so thank you guys for stopping by shout out to you wardner he said he wants to live in japan so guys i appreciate y'all stopping by uh looks like i passed three hours and 30 so i gotta get some sleep so i can be ready for work in what five hours <laughs> all right guys be safe peace and i'll see y'all on the next one stay tuned for more fasting is life